to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. After a lot of self-reflection on that incident, I've realized that violence against women is not always connected to being in a relationship. Instead, it happens because too many men treat all women as objects, which helps them justify inflicting abuse against us when we choose to exercise our own free will. From the moment we begin to navigate the intricacies of adolescence, we feel the weight of this threat and the weight of the contradictory expectations and misguided preconceptions. Many of us begin to put too much value on how we are seen by others. That's if we are seen at all. The issue is even more intense for black women who struggle against stereotypes and are seen as angry or threatening when we try to stand up for ourselves and our sisters. There's not much room for passionate advocacy if you are a black woman. I recently used the stage at Saturday Night Live to harshly rebuke Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron for his appalling conduct in denying Breonna Taylor and her family justice. I anticipated some backlash. Anyone who leads the follows the lead of Congressman John Lewis, the late civil rights giant, and makes good trouble, necessary trouble, runs the risk of being attacked by those comfortable with the status quo. But you know what? I'm not afraid of criticism. We live in a country where we have the freedom to criticize elected officials, and it's ridiculous that some people think the simple phrase protect black women is controversial. We deserve to be protected as human beings, and we are entitled to our anger about our laundry list of mistreatment and neglect that we suffer. Maternal mortality rates for black mothers are about three times higher than those for white mothers. An obvious sign of racial bias in healthcare in 2019, an astronomical 91% of transgender or gender nonconforming people who were fatally shot were black. According to the Human Rights Campaign, beyond threats to our health and lives, we confront so much judgment and so many conflicting messages on a daily basis. If we dress in fitted clothing, our curves become a topic of conversation, not only on social media, but also in the workplace. The fact that Serena Williams, the greatest athlete in any sport ever, had to defend herself for wearing a bodysuit at a 2018 French Open is proof positive of how misguided the obsession with black women's bodies is. I would know. I receive quite a bit of attention for appearance as well as my talent. I choose my own clothing. Let me repeat, I chose I choose what I wear, not because I'm trying to appeal to men, but because I'm showing pride in my appearance and a positive body image is central to who I am as a woman and a performer. I value compliments from women far more than from men, but the remarks about how I cho- choose to present myself have often been judgmental and cruel, with many assuming that I'm dressing and performing for the male gaze. When women choose to capitalize on our sexuality to reclaim our own power, like I have, we are vilified and disrespected. Hey, welcome to the Black Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Took yesterday off for Indigenous People's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were tired. We've been I working. Was. And uh, also, you know, we, we just wanted to celebrate a little something, mm-hmm. you know, give everybody a little time off. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts until October the 26th. After October the 26th, we will exclusively be on Spotify. So if you're listening to this right now, open up that Spotify, follow our podcast. If you don't have Spotify, download it. It's free and it's free to follow our podcast and all that stuff. You can still get this goodness right there. And we're having fun on there. We're making making playlists. uh, Yes, playlists for those of you that uh, have already migrated over to stitcher as of right now we have all of the lovecraft countries um 
podcast all together is hashtag tbgwt lovecraft country and we also have all of the game of thrones uh episodes we've recorded all together hashtag tbgwt game of thrones and you could find those in one spot so you can listen to all the episodes without having to individually go through all our whole archive uh today's excerpt is uh excerpt is from uh not a book but the new york times uh and it's written by megan the stallion um who wrote come on through with them words megan the stallion why i speak up for black women i'm not afraid of criticism and protect black women should not be controversial um which is interesting because you know i think a lot is lauded of like her having a college degree and stuff and i think it's like a it's like the cash 22 it's like a little bit of respectability that we're like she do all this rapping and she got a college degree y'all but then it's also like that's an accomplishment and we're proud of her and we think it's dope you know so it's like that cash 22 that happens sometimes where you're kind of pushing back against people's stereotypes against you to be like she got a college degree and she can rap and she could twerk and she you know do all this stuff and then at the same time it's kind of like we're not trying to say like if you don't have a college degree shut the fuck up you know so it's like this catch 22 we always end up in when we celebrate uh black excellence and all this stuff but um she flexed that degree on their ass uh all up throughout this piece you know um it's very well written i suggest y'all go read the whole thing i only read a little bit of it um but she talks about her snl performance where she you know brought up protect black women uh what's the opposite of shout out called out uh daniel cameron um and everything in here rings true you know i don't think there's anything she said that some people will take offense to it or feel a way about it but the truth i don't think anything she said wasn't true you know i haven't read it in its entirety but my thing is when it comes to black women (laughs) from the time you're a little girl as a black little girl you're a lot like like not tell me funny you're just a lot nobody ever tells little boys that you're too much you're a lot nobody ever tells little boys that you know you know you're too loud you know nobody ever tells little boys you know that you can't dream big you know but little girls are always a lot you talk too much you have an attitude you're sassy you're mouthy you know um and i think black boys get that you're too much shit but not to the extent black girls do no like black boys definitely get this kind of seen not heard you're gonna get killed don't touch nothing don't you know like we get it for a different reason than black girls um and not to the same extent but i think being black in america as a child you don't really ever get to be a child yes that's true that's true and, but I, but i guess what i'm saying when i mean the it's too you're too much like your existence you you yourself a little black girl you're just too much yeah um and not the little black boys don't get it but they don't get it to the extent that little girls get it it's just almost yeah, like your I, presence is just too much yeah i agree that's i'm i'm saying that too i agree i was just gonna i i'm just heading these niggas off at the path i don't want to get no emails like you know also black boys don't have no problems yeah yes yeah yes. they do we yeah. we i've i've been i'm a black i was a black boy we we have our shit too but the way that our stuff is um infantilized even as we become adults and the way that it's always kind of understood um i think one of the reasons that black women see anger and the ability to be angry as freedom a lot of times 
is literally because they're told never to be it yes you know uh even when we admit that black men and black boys have anger issues we never really make them feel bad for being angry Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying like we understand like the world is fucked up you you gonna be angry it's okay for you to express this it's okay for you to to jump out there and 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 even to the point of fighting each other violence you know all kinds of stuff it's a lot of it's okay but serena williams yells at a at a judge and it doesn't just the the outrage isn't just well you know of course she got kicked out or that was you know she broke the rules the outrage then becomes this like and she should never no one should ever but i can't believe she behaved that way in a sport where you know john mcenroe is doing the commentary his whole career was that bullshit and the thing about uh you're too much uh was 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 i'm not gonna say ironic but was the truth is you're too much even black boys are taught that black girls are too much because yeah. these boys become adults and what do they tell these women that they want to date they were little girls they tell us we're too much mm. you know so that you're too much follows you on into adulthood and all of a sudden you're too much almost becomes a penalty or a punishment you're too much so i date white women you're too much so i date outside of my race you're too much why you know and i don't have to respect you right you're, you're I, too much yeah. right and and so that, that that's almost a theme for black women it, absolutely yeah I, I don't want you to take me clarifying that that boys get it to to some extent as saying like that no that's not what happened at all no absolutely black like black girls get it and it follows them into womanhood like yes there's a like even with black boys at some point when you become considered a man some of these things fall off yes and for black women you know when is it ever okay for a black woman to be angry kamala harris got to sit up there and let this man interrupt her 10 times and the most she can do is you know give him a a coy look or give him you know make it obvious that he's interrupting her but if she would have ever raised her voice people would have that would have been the story is look at her she raised her voice at this man who's being rude to her raising his voice and talking over her but it for her it would have been a death sentence for him it would have just been you know whatever and i think uh for example it's so ingrained the misogyny towards black women is so ingrained in our society that people made uh uh what's his name tory lanes tory lanes shooting Meg- megan the stallion became a, a two sides of an issue right like She's a victim. there's literally no reason to make it into two sides we but the fact that it was a black woman it became it became like well you can either pick her side or you can pick his side you don't have to just go along with what she says you know and that's not to say um everybody always tells the truth there's no such thing as a lie i'm just saying we had no reason to doubt this woman Mm-mm. and people's made up reasons mm-hmm. you know and i'm sure uh megan cardi summer walker azalea banks all these black women in the game now who are on the internet a lot mm-hmm. they see that shit yes they do and the thing is they have the right to respond to it and people think that black women are just supposed to take it particularly black men think that black women are supposed to take it from them 
like they go well i don't care about you going off on these white people fuck them too Mm -hmm. but when it comes to us you can't tell us that we are wrong you can't tell us that we mistreat you you can't tell us not to beat you and abuse you you can't tell us that um if one of us die you you can't tell me that you won't march for me because i am more important than you will ever be you're not saying that but you're saying that and it's always that like what about the good black men in your life and the thing is um i mean we've talked about it nauseam on the show but you know you sound like police you sound like white people when you say that shit because when i say white people are a threat to black people i don't literally mean every single white person Mm-mm. i shouldn't and i shouldn't have to clarify right you know what i mean and so when uh black women say stuff like you know um you know black men have been taught to to discard us to abuse us you i shouldn't have to be like but not my daddy and not my uncle and not my brother but because it's like you know what you know what i mean because and the reason that you know is because if you are a daddy if you are an uncle if you are a brother if you are a son you worry about the black women in your life that that you are connected with you do worry about your friends on dates and you worry about uh you know the trope of of the first guy that they bring home for the prom or some shit and you have to do the like am i gonna have to get my gun to scare them not that you do that but just that idea that trope can't didn't come out of nowhere Mm-mm. it's the idea that men are threats now i don't feel like this is particular only to black men obviously that's not true um you know and and uh i I think that's where a lot of people end up getting getting all upset is that they go well why are you trying to say it's just black men because it's not just black men and it's not it's not the the white men are very disrespectful white culture is very misogynistic it's Mm -hmm. just differently misogynistic but it's it's bad you know but the thing is you were talking about women that typically are talking about the people the men in their lives the people they think they should be protected around the people that they feel comfortable around the people that they love right so that's where they're coming from when they're like hey um you're not treating us right it's it's not to say because white men treat us so much better you know nah in in mass white men are are worse than black men when it comes to pretty much every measurement you know as far as uh treatment of of black women you know what i mean when you look at uh how they vote if you look at their politics and their uh beliefs and shit but that that is not to let black men off the hook because what happens is we just go we better than them and it's like that's not necessarily that doesn't necessarily make you good you know like i'm not the kkk is not necessarily a high five you know and in this case a lot of the people and and then i think it is cultural it's our music you know it's our um the way that we feel and talk about our women and shit the the way that people think you know megan can't twerk and be smart and be someone you can respect mm-hmm. um you know uh cardi can't be a stripper and a mom and you know like that kind of stuff we don't even question you know a lot of it comes from religion mm-hmm. and a lot of it comes from white supremacy yes but that combination that we just throw on these women that's how you end up in a situation where a woman gets shot and we're like what does she do not not wow another act of violence from a man to a woman in our community it's what did you do to earn that and i can't imagine how that has driven her like to this point of rage and specifically when she kind of she started off saying like listen i didn't even talk about it because i was worried about me and my friends and 
i don't know if she counts tori as a friend but at another point in time she had mentioned specifically calling the police and him being a black man and worrying about how that would turn out Mm -hmm. so even if she wasn't necessarily trying to quote unquote protect him over herself there was still a level of protection afforded to him under this roof of blackness that you know a lot of men have not earned you know no because it's not reciprocated right and 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 the thing is um how can i say this i I think the thing is a lot of men think respect is deserved and not earned they think i am a man and my presence should be enough for me to earn your respect as a woman and that's not true um it's just not true and it's one of those things where you know because women are objects just period but black women are even less objects Mm-hmm. and we're objects from the time we're born even it's even so ingrained how many people have you heard whenever they get ready to have children they go i don't want little girls i don't i don't want to deal with it you know i don't want it because a lot of men reflect on how terribly they treated women and they know how dudes are and they go no 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 i want a little boy i, I don't just don't want to deal with that that's and, and people say that sometimes jokefully and you know but a lot of people mean it and that's how ingrained it is in our society that women are less than and women are not equal to and women are not as valued as men. And the thing is, women are very valuable, too, you know, um, and it's very it's very frustrated from the time you're born, you looked at as an object. And then when this quote unquote object begins to demand things, it becomes a problem. You know, when this object, this thing that you thought was nothing begins to get feelings and emotions that begin to express itself about things it wants and demands, all of a sudden it's a problem and you don't want this thing, you want to put it back in the closet. You want to, you want to shut the fuck up because you don't want to hear what this thing has got to say because this thing all of a sudden has sat there quietly for years and decades and has been abused and looked at you, abused them and abused other people that look like them. And all of a sudden they go, well, I've had enough and I'm speaking up and I'm speaking out and I'm mad and i'm outraged that i have the right to voice my opinion about it and that's why in my particular opinion that's why you have a very very small percentage of black men that actually uh want a lot of what the republicans want as far as women's rights they want black women's rights stripped away because they don't want to hear actually what we have to say they just want to fuck us and us have children and us be at home and take care of them and do the things that we quote unquote used to do but those used to do it it was it was never a reality you know but uh, a lot of black men have this this fake belief on what on what the world should be and it's very uh frustrating you know when you want to strip these women's uh, just women but particularly black women's rights away just because you don't want to deal with the reality that black women are not going to sit back and just let you do what you want to do anymore yeah and i would even take it another level when you said um don't want a girl that that people don't want to have a girl a little girl and that's you know men and women that 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 think that way it's not even just about because i have to deal with boys or because one day they'll have to date and i know i did women wrong if you take it even further what that traditionally means is that when you have a girl you have property when you have a boy you have ownership 
like that's it you have what would you rather produce as offspring people that will be property or people who will be owners and in blackness everybody used to be property but with the people who are more likely to uh, excel and make them way make themselves out of that system for a long time it was men because it was like well white men have patriarchy and some of the benefits will trickle down very few of them but they trickle down to black men you know okay you can own something okay you can vote not not all no not the women just you you know and then eventually black women being the last to move into that door right um so i think that that's a big part of it and people don't even think of it that far down they just think of it as i don't want to deal with boys what you're saying is you don't want to deal with a lack of autonomy from your offspring you don't want a person that can't choose for themselves as much now that stuff is to some extent going away but the fight is going to always be out there someone like megan the stallion there's no reason that anyone should feel any differently about her than we felt about snoop dogg than we feel about any of these mumble rappers future who has 17 children out of wedlock and shit there's no reason we should ever feel that she owes us something more morally than those people do but yet because she is a woman we feel that we own her and her decisions belong to us and when she when she exemplifies that freedom of choice that idea of i can i can be out here making you want me with all this twerking and shit but it not really be for you which you know that's a very complicated idea that people can argue about all day i'm not i'm not really equipped to to, i'm not a mind reader i can't tell when the fuck was for who and all this shit Mm -mm. i just accept that you know i'm into the twerking so i will be liking the 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 instagram post saying uh yeah do it for whoever you feel like doing it for i just want to see butts but um i just think it's interesting that we so readily accept um that she should be a moral human being in a way that in rap in hip-hop in we don't require hip-hop. men to ever be Mm-mm. matter of fact they make fun of chance the rapper for being the male version of a pygmy you know like hey i <laughs> i love my wife and i just think she's so great and i just want to rap about love and being faithful and everybody goes you fucking corny son of a bitch and so so it's only in that way that it becomes so gendered that you know i think it's going away somewhat because there's so many women right now and the women are no longer knock on wood but it seems like the women have pushed away the paradigm of trying to to follow what men want them to do and be the only one the highlander of women rappers and i think uh, a lot of that gives credit to cardi a lot of that is credit to megan um because they literally changed the game and um them collabing i mean like i said it's it's crazy we could literally have um for the first time in uh, i guess over 20 years we will we could literally have a i want to be down remix again there's been so many years we couldn't have had that because it'd be like maybe one or two women rappers that we would recognize as like being big names but then it would be a whole lot of black women rappers we'd be like she ain't nobody what's she doing on the track we haven't had that since i want to be down remix that's insane when you think about it and i mean rap because some people gonna be like oh what about moulin rouge no just rap only rap we have not had that until now we could now have women working together collaborating 
and it not have to turn into a competition or this or we don't fuck with her um and i just love to see that type of energy yeah and also it's one of those things where anytime women rap about their sexuality it becomes a problem but it is a difference between you talking about your black woman talk about her sexuality and far as this is my sexuality is freedom around my sexuality i'm not rapping at men directly for men right you know i'm actually rapping to women mm-hmm. you know this rap is for women be free do what you want to suck and fuck who you want to twerk how you want to it's okay you know like you can be like hey these niggas ain't shit well however you want to do it and it's a freedom in that and i mm-hmm. think that that freedom actually um for some reason men look at that but like, oh shit now i gotta take my dick at my hand because all of a sudden you ain't rapping towards me mm-hmm. and that's how you had the fallout like you did with wop because the song wasn't directly towards men yeah i think that's a big part of it because it's like no this is aspirational um and not dedicated to any man specifically if anything they flaunt the idea i could get any of you niggas it's just, it, it doesn't matter like to me i like i'm i don't even really want you it's just about my money and blah 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 and i'm like i said i'm sure on a deeper level you know some bell hook type person could look at this and really be like it's still fucked up y'all are imitating what men call freedom it's not really freedom men are pieces of shit let's not be like them blah 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 i i totally get that i really do but like to me freedom is choice right and the fact that she has the ability to make this choice um is is dope to me and it's just another person kind of living out their ideals yeah and and also one more thing before we leave um um when i think i think you did you start talking about black excellence Mm -hmm. and the thing about black excellence black excellence comes in all types of shapes and forms and being a housewife is black excellence just like having 45 ph degrees is black excellence Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of people want to put variations on what they think black excellence is you know that a lot of this controversy is actually stupid you know because that choice you say is the choice of somebody that says i want to be at home i want to be a wife i want to homeschool i should have that right just like megan the stallion should have the right to be like i want to be a rapper i want to get out here i want to tour you know and one shouldn't be any quote-unquote better than the other yeah i think it's scary to men and to some women that the idea of a woman who just does not defer to men in any level of uh romantic type of way like i think that is a threat men see that as a threat for sure and i think some women see that too as like no 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 we all agreed that <laughs> you know whatever and uh i don't know that's what i like about megan i like that about a lot of people though it's and the other thing too man like on a just a not even deep level it don't feel right to me to have grown up on the rap i grew up on and then turn around and be like but you right you your what you're doing is wrong what they were doing i listened to it i jammed to it i i i know all the words to it but what you're doing specifically you like flo millie gotta go but you know all these other rappers can stay that just feels very weird if you don't examine yourself right we grew up in the age of a lot of us grew up in the infancy of hip-hop most of us did you know depend on your age and so now hip-hop is a, a motherfucking adult now and 
it is to the point to where it can do all these different things and it can morph into something else. It's amazing how people take something and they want to hold it in a spot and they don't want it to grow. But hip hop has grown and evolved and it's cross genres and all types of things. And music should be allowed to do that. Yeah. And and it doesn't mean that the blackness is stripped away from it just because it evolves into well, something I, yeah, else. Yeah, I don't think yeah. So and I think also like when you see um it's so weird when we it, it's it's like the psychology of it fucks dudes up cuz it's like when you see the same woman in 50 cents in the club video and she's on stage twerking there's literally none of this put on her but the second that woman starts speaking for herself it becomes a problem and now and now she needs to be a role model this is such a weird dichotomy and for us to not examine ourselves is the part that 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 bothers me because there's a lot of people that would believe that make we should somehow megan the stallion is shameful but like i said 50 cent could do a whole video in the strip club and it's not so uh but yeah that's been our um reading rainbow um let me get my reading rainbow music out butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high surprise motherfucker all right let's get into uh the show all right um oh wait first i gotta say we're sponsored today um i almost forgot to say that um um find me some uh some music for the sponsorship okay because we got to get this monday uh we are brought to you by adam and eve that's right y'all adam and eve is trying to help you be free like megan the stallion Mm -hmm. all right whether it's some nice lingerie or some handcuffs or some nipple clamps or some blindfolds i don't know what you into i'm not judging <laughs> but go ahead and pick that out at adamandeve.com put it in your shopping cart okay put it in your box for to go in your box later and then put uh code tbgwt you can get half off okay so be ambitious go out there and spend more than you would have uh and in a, uh once you enter that code you get 10 for t- 10 tantalizing free gifts a sexy item for him a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy i say mix and match don't let nobody tell y'all what to do okay plus you get six free spicy movies okay i'm talking oregano i'm talking cumin okay i'm talking coriander plus free shipping i mean how can you turn that down all you got to do is put code tbgwt in the offer code at, at checkout at adamandeve.com it's that simple and uh, when y'all do that it helps us get paid too so treat yourself all right man where to start where to start uh, i guess coronavirus news coronavirus shit is real um, let me see how many uh what song we could do today i scroll all the way down um how about um what that no i don't know what this could be it's even a rap 
a song argument by jason smith coronavirus hard rock war uh, you know what i'm gonna avoid that one i don't like the way that sounds Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um <laughs> coronavirus by ak benjamin i ain't gonna be fighting the virus well so far the beat sounds like uh crockett and tubs gonna be <laughs> coming out with the white suit <laughs> running down a drug deal in a ferrari come on on the beach yeah no we don't fuck with no coronavirus. We don't fuck with no coronavirus. 2020, yet another crisis. We done made enough sacrifices. We don't fuck with no coronavirus. We don't fuck with no coronavirus. We see the human nature fail in a crisis. We done made enough sacrifices. Yeah, now we got an outbreak. This whole planet about to make us pay the motherfucking price. Well, I will say he seems to be on topic. Mm-hmm. I do have to give credit for that. Uh, the voice is a little bit weird. The voice that he's rapping with, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's on point. The assignment is mostly correct. To hold up, just like Ebola, to show up, we're in a coma, need a controller. Yeah, we ain't seen no union. All these opposition, what the fuck is going on? Look, remember when we set the forest in Brazil on fire? Remember when we burned koalas from in front of their eyes? Y'all wanna know the truth? Ain't no life is fully proof, but we still make the same mistake a thousand times. And now we got everybody saying RIP, but we never cared about it yet. So what is the point? Show us make a whole show, all my children shine your light. We just gotta pray, we just gotta pray. All right, well, you know what? Uh, not bad, not bad, not great, but not bad. You were on topic, so you get an A. Mm-hmm. So many people don't listen to the assignment. We got coronavirus news. It's a lot. Uh, have been covering it lately. Uh, Johnson and Johnson had to halt COVID nineteen vaccination trials over unexplained illness. Oh shit! They growing tails. Yeah, everybody thinks it's gonna be zombies um but uh you know they did do this with the other um coronavirus trial mm-hmm. uh vaccine trial uh like my last month and then they stopped it and restarted it so i guess we'll see what this one does yeah, and this is just the cost of medicine <laughs> yeah i mean they're trying to do something that's never been done before right and, in a such a short period of time yeah so um and i guess they triggered the protocols to stop production i mean to stop the experiment and make sure that this isn't gonna uh happen to other people or find out what exactly this illness is good at least there's some checks and balances versus somebody be like fuck it keep let's let's go it is interesting they keep going unexplained illness because you know if the symptoms are we uh bite people's necks then i feel differently than if the symptoms come on he got a rash you know what i mean like i like to know what it is right yeah. did they urine turn orange i mean let us know what's happening yeah like there's a big difference between like i mean did they all of a sudden have the taste for flesh let us know right big difference between they was just started their eyes turned yellow and they was like Aah! big difference between <laughs> that and a cough you know it is uh eli Lilly has paused trials for his coronavirus antibody drug due to potential safety concern the company confirmed in a statement so their drug was more like 
the drug that uh regeneron uh the treatment that president trump got um their trials are funded by the u.s government they had to pause trials um uh they asked the fda for emergency use authorization of one of the two antibody treatments it developed ly cove 555 based on promising results um uh for patients not sick enough to be hospitalized it's unclear if trials affected by the whole were for the were for this or the company's other experimental antibody drug which is ly covo 16 um the trial trial holes are part of the course in the process of testing new drugs and vaccines they don't tell it people made these names ly6 yz you like who made these names yeah scientists for sure i mean you probably don't even uh, my guess is that you probably work on so many different types of drugs at the same time you just name them numbers and shit and then once one of them becomes like okay this is viable it works we're gonna put it into production we're gonna market it and then you come up with the name okay that makes sense like these names yeah like i'm sure viagra didn't start off as viagra and that just happened to be the one that worked <laughs> uh trials uh trial holds are par for the course in the process of testing new drugs and vaccine they don't always indicate the therapeutic or preventative trigger uh and that it, it triggered an illness in fact lily is the second closely watched COVID 19 trial to pause in the last 24 hours and they bring up johnson and johnson mm-hmm. and the oxford uh one scientist confirms nevada man was affected twice with coronavirus mm-hmm. and the second time i believe he died mm. yeah these folks talk about you can't get it twice says who yeah yeah you know it's just a lot of you know it was new and a lot of people just didn't know i think one thing i'm just picking up is people kind of take what they want to take from all the information we've been given mm-hmm. and if they just don't like a piece of information they, ignore they the just basically go that's not true or i yeah or ignore it and something like this where it's like you can't get it twice there's a lot of people that's like yeah you can't get it twice you got the antibodies and it doesn't matter the scientists said one antibodies don't last that long right. two we're not sure you can't get it twice three right. there's multiple strains of the virus so maybe right. you could catch a different strain depending on where you are in the country they were saying you might have a different strain yeah so people don't read or care about that kind of shit mm-hmm. you know it's like i want to go see my friends i want to drink beer uh fauci says trump campaign ad twist his words on the virus i believe that yeah people feel it's kind of mixed feelings about fauci um how do you feel about him in general dr fauci yeah he's doing his motherfucking job but he's between a rock and a hard place with a dumbass president that actually won't take his professional advice like that's a smart ass man he didn't get that job by being stupid like this is his shit this is his jam this is what he wake up every motherfucking day to do like i know this shit and it's one of these things where he's coming out. He's because I think if it was up to him, he literally came out from the beginning, but like wear a motherfucking mask, stay your ass in the house, shut the country down. Let's 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 do uh, uh the tracing. I think he would have did that from the motherfucking beginning, and we would not be in the situation that we are in right now. Yeah. Um. The thing for me, I because I see a lot of people that are like anti-Fauci and they they're like resign and you're just as bad and you they they I think maybe because we're on social media people think of it this way but they think he was trying to like appease Trump to like please him and I was looking at it like he was kind of trying to navigate dealing with the most corrupt administration 
of his lifetime right and still trying to live up to the duties of the position mm-hmm. and i think why this is why i don't really take a lot of advice from a lot of these people Mm-mm. i think the short-sightedness of what they want which is him grandstanding resigning saying fuck donald trump and all the shit that they they do on twitter all day they don't see that that's just another notch for donald trump who then inserts his own shield into that position and now you're even more worried about the information coming out we've seen what he's been able to do by using like the national homeland security to like go against um uh to go or is it national something nhs he's able to use nhs to go around the cdc and try to change guidelines on the cdc when dr fauci got surgery and as soon as he was put under the knife you know uh they changed the guidelines on the cdc website and after he was up and 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 all this stuff they changed it back eventually um it's been a struggle to get him to 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 get trump to do what he's supposed to do um i don't think dr fauci's trying to be quote unquote cute or funny Mm -hmm. i think that's twitter i think twitter does this thing where we take memes we take very serious things and we we make it into a meme we make it funny we think this is the joke here but i don't think that means that everyone's playing that game dr fauci seems to be a pretty while he's affable and all that stuff he seems to be a pretty like serious person about this disease yeah because his thing is he actually cares about the public population like he going y'all i'm doing this because i care this is you know because he's been doing this shit long enough where he's seen several diseases that have Mm -hmm. ravaged other parts of the country and shit like that there was shit in place that could have prevented this there were protocols in place that if trump would have just followed them and activated all these programs we would have been good but what he say why we got these people here and they ain't doing shit he fired all the people's who job who was who was to stay on top of this shit yeah um and what i think is not that fauci did it to help trump he's literally i think he's a patriot i think he's mm-hmm. doing it to help us right i think he's a person that's like this is fucked up these people are more powerful than me but if i leave it's just them right and they i like i can can be the one to come out and say you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that and when donald trump gets on stage and lies to everybody at least someone wasn't with the shit at least someone got on stage and told y'all the truth i think we value uh a lot of people value this idea of like arguing and owning him and and like quitting and yelling at him they are they value that shit too much like yes that look that might look cool for like a moment but that doesn't necessarily fix the issue and more than likely it actually kind of dismisses you because then people go oh well yeah we don't have to listen to dr fauci he just hates donald trump and that's what his people thrive off of and unfortunately his people are a lot of america and so you kind of need to be able to finesse it in there now i'm not saying you're gonna convince all those people blah 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 but there's a lot of people you can convince who are willing to listen who do go um i like dr fauci i don't think he's lying you know then and and trump's sycophants that can't be saved there was nothing that dr fauci quitting or dr fauci staying would change for them the people that want to kill him and shit which he got all these death threats i don't know i I, so anyway we didn't even talk about this before we did talk to i just randomly thought of asking you this but we're on the same page i really do think uh he's a good 
like american yeah. and he's doing that job as well as you can in a very fucked up situation where i guarantee you trump has floated getting rid of him so many times at this point because he's really in the way and then using dr fauci's own like like clips from him in a trump campaign ad and then fauci's got to go on all the tv shows like no and i don't think they should be playing politics with my words don't put me in your fucking ads this you know i didn't consent to this it's not what i said blah 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 this is just that we're dealing with that low of a motherfucking bar yeah and also is one of the things and i'm gonna tell you right now this is why i dismiss a lot of dumb and stupid people on social media because they do stuff and they say stuff and its consequences be damned and they do stuff and they say stuff that they wouldn't even put their own self to that standard it's people every day to go to fucked up jobs be it online or in person you deal with crazy ass bosses you deal with bosses that undermine you and guess what y'all i don't see you quitting your job i don't see you stumping well, and walking I just, away i would just say karen i don't even think it's about because i need this check or i just don't want to quit my job i don't even think it's that i really do think he is helping more people by staying in that position not even also because like when you talk about average people like that they're going yeah because i need a check well i'm saying this is beyond need a check i think he's doing this for the right reasons i do i I, 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 I do too i like like and 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 and, and see my my thing is this is is he's doing it for the right reasons but you're telling him to do some stupid shit because you're not bright enough to understand the consequences to what you're saying and how right. it will impact everything so right. so that's why i turn it back on you and go well you're telling him to do something that you wouldn't do yourself that doesn't make sense i know what you mean yeah i know what you mean i just wanted to clarify that i don't even think it's for him i i, I see it beyond even that yeah you know what i me mean too. not that i necessarily knock that but i feel like trump is bad enough that if you were only staying because like i just need a job then i think he's so bad that that kind of logic doesn't hold up Mm-mm. so i i just want to say it for the greater cause beyond that yeah. the absence of dr fauci is much more harmful for the country than him being there and i and i, I honestly the only time i really was like that's fucked up was about the mass stuff at the beginning where people were like we're pretty sure it's airborne everyone from overseas thinks it's airborne and trump and them were like well we're gonna run out of masks if we tell everybody to get masks which we ran out of masks anyway you know um and it, and i know at the time they weren't sure a cloth covering would necessarily mitigate any of it we know now that even a simple mask helps um so i do recognize that he could have probably blown the whistle on that earlier um and if people feel the way about that i I do understand me too um but i don't necessarily think i mean we've seen now that whether they say it wear a mask or not that it would have stopped enough people when trump is involved like dr fauci saying wear a mask would not have necessarily stopped anything because doc because trump would have got up there and said fuck that and that's the problem right now is that there are people who because dr fauci has been saying that wear a mask shit for months now yes he's he been has. saying a lot of stuff for months mm-hmm. there's still a collection of people that like i get my news from donald trump you know yes uh let's see what else uh coronavirus cases linked to beer fest in north carolina attendees uh i mean yeah uh this is like up the street from us mm-hmm. yeah they went they went to phase three about two or three weeks ago i was like well 
i'm not going nowhere but i'm really not going nowhere now oh mecklenburg brewery uh oh that place be jumping mectoberfest um they held this from september 25th to the 27th and uh people was out there Mm-hmm. like i seen some of the pictures and stuff on news on the mm-hmm. news what you gonna pull it through your mask how you gonna drink they all i mean they just didn't other? wear masks yeah drunk. i saw i saw the i saw it on the news the they, king of price is added again oh, 2020 yeah, when they eleven thousand dollars i'm like Malibu's as low as i'm like hey y'all y'all have have y'all ever been because everybody want the bars up like bitch that's the worst place to be people are drunk yeah they just didn't they just didn't care over here you can see it's fairly empty but it was packed with beer lovers this weekend now we checked 311 and found know. this weekend isn't the first time the county has received complaints Hold on. i don't know why this thing won't play the full screen i hit the full screen button and it was just like nah we good on that homie um so i don't know but yeah it but i wanted to show you the pictures of the people but yeah you can kind of oh you can kind of see from here if i zoom in like that's the people yeah. there's no mask they're just standing around and hugging each other and shit no social distancing at all you know this is the shit i'm talking about when i'm like i don't want to even do regular shit that people call safe Mm-mm. only because the kind of people who are doing the safe shit are also doing a lot of the dangerous shit mm-hmm. if there was a way to know for sure like i can go to the movies and the kind of people that went to mectoberfest won't be at the movies i'd be in the fucking movies but we don't know this right because everybody (laughs) thinks that their own fucking made up rules is safe when you ask everybody everybody doing the safe thing but you know what i i just saw you on instagram tongue kissing somebody you know and all types of shit but you ask them they're they're okay you was you was at the uh Oktoberfest uh drunk bar thing you just saw saw but yeah if i be like um that's not safe they'd be like yeah that's safe you know we we were just breathing out on each other you like bitches in the air what are you talking about dumbass yep um half a million sharks could be killed to make a global covid vaccine apparently squ- squalene uh which is a natural organic compound source primarily from shark liver oil is the most commonly used pharmaceutical uh, by some pharmaceutical companies to produce cosmetics and sunscreens but it also plays a valuable part in vaccine development for the way in which it acts as an adjuvant that is a pharmacological agent that increases the strength of certain medicines by boosting the immune response in recipients i did not know that y'all killing the sharks my nigga it's gonna be shark week for real yeah it is so sharks serve a purpose everything serves a purpose they fuck around and kill all these sharks you don't fuck around and find out the loch ness muster was underneath there and the sharks was the only thing keeping them away yeah uh it, apparently of the 176 candidate vaccines and clinical or preclinical evaluations 17 of them use the uh adjuvant so yeah and because everybody's in the rush to get that vaccine that's why the numbers jumped well it'll jump if one of them gets approved idea right now it's just trials and stuff but if one of these is actually the one we could be killing a whole lot of sharks which uh, i mean i don't want them to eat me but goddamn leave the sharks alone mm-hmm yeah uh people are just being dishonest parents are sending coronavirus infected kids to school yeah we knew this me you've been said this yeah i don't know what to tell y'all yeah, man they're tired of them kids they like they really like fuck them kids fuck the, fuck my kids and your kids too yeah a lot of hippolytas out there you know just letting their kid 
get be in dangerous situations and like, don't care i'm out here traveling the world okay uh nah they uh but yeah they said people are parents are just deliberately either lying or just sending kids who are infected to school and lying like yep like my kid has coronavirus i know it but also fuck y'all and fuck your kids yeah and 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 what's bigger a lot of parents gotta go back to work like they like my child is too small to be here by themselves they don't do well at homeschooling it's like a rock in a hard place for a lot of parents you know some parents are doing it and they they actually just want to get rid of their kids but you have a percentage of parents that's like i don't have a choice not just that you got a percentage of parents who the president has told them it doesn't affect kids and there's a lot of fuck it if it doesn't kill the kids then what's the big deal yeah i Um, I let it kill like chicken pox if it kills a lot less kids then it will kill say the same amount of adults then fuck it you know it doesn't matter if they end up living with some debilitating disease and long-term effects none of this shit you know it's like in the short term my kid won't die in the next three weeks so i'm sending to school apparently so all right let's get into some other news see what's going on out here in the world um let's see what what should we get to next um maybe we do some some lgbtq news let's talk about this lgbtq news karen okay mm-hmm. most of it being bad but so every once in a while some of it's good you know uh let's see um oh guys yeah this is a bad one um <laughs> lgbtq people are far more likely to be violent crime victims mm-hmm. which uh really should make you think about the stereotypes that we hear about why transgender women specifically need to be kept out of spaces that women are in it's always that they will be violent something will happen to cishet women if this if if trans women are around and all this shit and yet the numbers say (laughs) a transgender person should be far more afraid of cishet individuals on any given day because the chances of some violence happening is much more likely to be your like that person would be the target of the violence mm-hmm. not the person doing any level of violence but let's never never let a good um you know uh demagoguing go to waste right yeah that goes back to you could be you can be privileged in a marginalized group people don't want to believe that shit but that is a motherfucking fact and this study extends that out to all lgbtq people period as a group they are nearly four times more likely to be victims of violent crime than non-lgbtq people according to a study released friday by the williams institute at ucla school of law um in addition the study found that lgbtq people had higher rates of victimization in all types of violent crimes except robbery they also which which if you think about that think about that for a second except robbery they get so you're so people are just beating them up just yeah. shooting them yeah just being violent this is not even a well i was gonna rob you Stick and then i up. said let me go ahead and stab you i'm just doing this to you and i'm leaving all your money and everything on you i'm just i just want to come to fuck you up i think we have a word for that it's hate crimes yes it is i don't know how else you would define that 
i just want to hurt you like what did i do well you are being lgbtq and i didn't uh i don't approve well are you gonna take my wallet no i don't want that i just want to hurt your you wallet. don't want your wallet don't want your money they're also about six times more likely to experience violence by someone well known to the victim and more than two times more likely to experience violence by a stranger so just all the violence all of the violence all the violence and um i really want to people to recognize that six times more likely to experience violence by someone well known to the victim because what happens is when people hear the words like hate crime and shit like this it immediately goes to some stranger sees you walking down the street jumps out of the fucking alley and beats the shit out of you and it's like oh hate crime i just hate gay people um especially when it comes to trans women trans women of color there's a big stigma of you tricked me oh yeah oh i didn't know i I was dating this woman we was getting married and then all of a sudden i found out she was trans and i just went crazy trans panic and 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 you tricked me or i they were doing sex work and this person had no idea what they were getting into they just you know how much people just love to to put their lives on the line for this you know so they just they tricked me and then uh i I had i just killed them random random sexual encounter blah 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 and here we go six times more likely to have violence by someone who's well known to them which means you know yeah you're an intimate partner you're a family member you're a loved one you're a close friend yeah yeah if if it is a sexual nature like a sex work thing many times the person knows them right like this is not a some strange like hookup it's oh this me and this person are familiar with each other um so you know we run into that all the time too um and then of course with uh with just like gay men this is another thing you have men who are in the closet who will then be like violent towards the gay like the person that's not in the closet Mm -hmm. to prove some type of weird masculinity thing like there's a lot of violence that people effectively do to lgbtq people and you know uh not to get too deep on this but this is kind of the same thing i felt in that megan piece i don't think it's a specific i only hate black women i only hate lgbtq people i only hate trans women of color what happens is people are evil and then they find out or they know society does not protect or believe certain types of people agree so if i'm going to do something to a person i'm gonna do it to the least respected person because the odds of me paying any consequences are very low right so if i'm gonna go uh kill somebody in cold blood and get away with it this is the kind of person i'm gonna do this to if i'm gonna beat somebody in the middle of the street for no reason this the whole apparatus of this system that has been built whether it be police whether it be the court system is designed to push this person to the side Mm -hmm. to not recognize this person's humanity and you can't do that to people and then expect society to protect those people that's not how it works for the most time people Mm -hmm. just for the most part people just go yeah and now i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. all right um among the finest lgbtq people experience more than 70 victimizations per 1000 people compared to about 20 victimizations per 1000 people who are straight or cisgender those whose gender identity matches their sex assigned at birth the source of the violence range from intimate partners and family members to strangers andrew flores the studies lead author said in the email sexual orientation and gender identity are incredibly important to understanding victimization um yeah it's, it's and yeah and that's of course we can't have complete statistics for this because 
a lot of stuff is either misgendered misnamed dead named yes um when it comes to violence and police and stuff so even with a study like this you can't even be sure you got everybody Mm-mm. you know you <laughs> think all right so the numbers could actually be a lot higher than what they're giving they just right. going based off of what the stats that they have at the time this is what we can track right but we can't really be sure gay couples swarmed the hashtag proud boys uh hashtag on twitter and it was glorious this is from lgbtq nation yeah um so proud boys is the alt-right racist people right so some people uh some gay people on twitter took over the hashtag by posting uh pictures of gay men in relationships or gay men at pride and stuff and be like hashtag proud boys like we're you know pride and ah you know uh it was for the most part people thought it was pretty funny they they brightened it up right for the most part people thought it was really funny i think a lot of people were laughing at how much the hate groups were upset that this happened Mm -hmm. which i mean i'm not gonna front i do have a soft spot for that where like even if this technique isn't 100 percent solid if the right if it makes the right people mad i'm kind of like i'm more lenient on it me too you know what i mean well, i'm like eh, i mean them up them biggest is mad so mm-hmm. party on party on yeah you uh, you want me to go out and buy some oak little yeah i won't be in the way you know i but won't stop you some people didn't like it because it was like uh it'll mess up the hashtag and now we won't be able to track the white supremacists as hard or as easily to which i i don't know that that's a true argument it's kind of like when they said if you put black lives matter in a black blank square on instagram it's like honestly if 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 you're looking for information on black lives matter at this point and you just don't know where to fucking go and it's because instagram that day didn't tell you do you want to know no you did not you know like that's my thing because people try to make this argument i'm like yeah but if you if you're confused by the proud boys hashtag the day that gay men took it over did you really give a fuck no you did not you know what i mean like wow i was gonna be on gay people's side but then this hashtag i don't know it was man. too much that's what i draw i guess line. i'll go back to being a bigot no cakes for you for my <laughs> wedding shop so I don't, I don't know that that's a, a legitimate argument that you know i'm sure there's some merit to it but not enough to to do and this was like just something that lasted like i think a day or so i don't know that it's still right going. and then after they stop they're gonna go back to the biggest taking it over again they, yeah. they're not gonna stop not using the hashtag yeah i know some people were saying uh i don't know how true this is but that the proud boys wanted to switch over to leatherman oh no that's a whole different community <laughs> like what's next bears like you must, i mean come on stupid, right stupid motherfuckers they're gonna go through all the names after a while like i like if I, like i almost hope that isn't true because i don't want to believe they could be that clueless but maybe they are i mean they are white supremacists so maybe they that stupid they, i know they do that they're like oh we did what's all these leather men just posted in here right maybe that's what they're gonna they're gonna switch it to you know what let's go to blm uh we're gonna do a uh, belligerent leather men it's like that's black lives matter <laughs> oh we haven't done any research we just looking no, for mm-mm. we just look for something cute and cuddly yeah so i don't know man if that's true or not but um that's hilarious yeah that shows you didn't they knew no research they don't google nothing they just like oh that sounds that sounds uh uh neat 
yeah and i'm sure there's like you know some misgivings within the community too because you got to remember all kinds of races in the community so there might be some black people that feel a way about trying to take over proud boys knowing what it means for not black people but people of all races really because they're they're white supremacists so Mm -hmm. everybody except white dudes i'm sure there's some level of that too you know that's not my community to be speaking for so you know i'm sure if people felt a way about it you know it, it came out but you know hopefully i mean this is a week or so old so hopefully by now it's kind of passed over it probably is eddie redmayne not to be confused with eddie method main uh stands up for jk rowling against internet vitriol uh he is a cisgender man he's uh he played um the main character in jk rowling's prequels uh the something beast oh um the fantasy the beast fantasy whatever that yeah whatever that is i'm sorry that's almost like a porn i was like wait a minute (laughs) beast fantasy i don't think that sounds like a porn unless you're in the some bestiality i don't think i don't think any porn sounds like that karen uh it was uh fantastical beast that's what it is fantastical beast yes i I was close enough but i was like that i was thinking that don't sound right karen i feel like it had a longer title than fantastical beast even i feel like that shit was long as fuck fantastical beast and the ones that that like them i don't know (laughs) i don't know oh fantastical beast and where to find them there you go fantastical beasts and the ones that like them <laughs> karen come on you're not even trying nope <laughs> because she ain't shit yeah um so apparently eddie redmayne felt like he needed to defend her uh he 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 was upset he said that uh she was receiving alarming vitriol on social media and he is absolutely disgusted he was Didn't so upset you to defend her sweetie not with her comments he's disgusted with, <laughs> with, with the response with the response he was so upset she was facing criticism for her anti-transgender tweets at a 3700 word rambling diatribe against transgender people he sent her a personal note of support he said he said that he has trans friends and colleagues now keep in mind he played mm. a trans he played the role of a trans woman in 2015 i can't remember if he won the oscar for that but i know he played that role so now if i'm your friend i'm really looking at you sideways here's the thing one if he has these friends right but then two um this to me is a damning remark on like why trans people don't want folks playing those roles because imagine you played that role talking about well you know i had to get into this character and their experience and it's acting it's all acting blah 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 and then you come out in real life and you're like yeah well fuck them trans people they can't be talking like that to my girl jk but it and it's would, like but you you said all this shit about you acting and, yeah you like you like you didn't just they don't they never just take the role though it's always like i took the role and then i it enabled me to understand and, and to I, see and i became yeah yes. and it's like but you didn't though you know like but you but you but this is like a very not popular opinion amongst the community to say she's the victim here that would tell me you really did not take on an understanding in that role that's Mm -hmm. what that's what i would think um but yeah he says he also condemned uh let's see he did it uh 
oh he stressed that his trans friends and colleagues know rolling rowling through his work on two fantastic beast films which were based on books written by rowling he is currently working on the third movie mm-hmm. he also condemned those who harass transgender people on social media as equally disgusting as he people criticizing rowling girl your girl is the calls coming from inside the house homie your girl's one of them people yeah you even got people like uh yeah we gonna actually use her shit but uh we're not gonna use her name they was like we we gonna be like the fans we're gonna be like <laughs> oh well nah i think that was the video game that's, that said that and then the fucking owner of that company we just covered on friday on the nerd off came out and was like freedom of speech we gotta defend her right to free speech people fucking up the bag ain't that old for no reason on this but i guess at least you know where they stand now um he also condemned yeah so similarly there continue he says similarly there continues to be a hideous torrent of abuse towards trans people online and out in the world that is devastating yeah from her what are we talking about here yeah and i will i think he wants to play both sides of the fence like you want like this is that thing it's performative impartiality you pretend like i'm in the middle and that makes me the smartest one in the room okay i care about everyone and it's like not really to me what you're saying is this person can run into a crowded movie theater and yell fire and when they yell fire and people get trampled to death and die or whatever like people are put in danger escaping this not this fire that didn't happen and so everyone gets outside and they're like jk rowling said fire inside the crowded arena she 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 almost got me stomped to death we're mad at her and you go whoa i found that her yelling fire and putting you in a dangerous situation is just as bad as us all getting outside of the outside of the theater and then wanting to beat her up to me you both need to have a seat you know that's how it feels to me Mm -hmm. when you pull that i find it equally disgusting like nah that's not what's up and you know i think a lot of people want to defend jk rowling because she's uh quote unquote she's a feminist you know white feminist tm or whatever and i think the impulse is to be like well she made this thing i like and she's uh sided on my side with other topics and so we should not be so dismissive of her we should not come down on her we should not condemn her but there's two things that people skip on that number one she's gotten stuck on this right she could just shut the fuck up and cash her motherfucking checks yeah um like and it's like you were duly noted the first time and i remember when she first did this and she lied and said it was like so you can't be like people just skip over these steps but she lied and said it was like a typo at one point or i spoke in our oh i just spoke her publicist came out she didn't mean that and so now that she's uh a couple essays into it she does mean it so we can't say she doesn't mean it right um i heard i was listening to a podcast and some black people were kind of being like well look man that's just her business blah blah blah. and i'm like i I hear you what you're trying to say right i know what you're trying to say and maybe you would even feel this way if it was about race but i'm gonna be real with you most black people would not Mm -mm. so if she came out and wrote some long ass essay about how black people were just mentally inferior or black lives matter was was some bullshit in a terrorist organization we would not do all this but we agree on nine out of ten things so let's just work it out no the thing that that she's disagreeing quote unquote with people about is their humanity right you're literally telling somebody your humanity is not valid to me 
you can't i can't take that and then just go okay no problem no no big deal appreciate you so that's that's why i really and i think it's compounded by of course red main uh coming out and saying uh after portraying a trans person on screen and being like why are we being so so mean to jk rowling it's disgusting the vitriol she's receiving yeah and on top of her latest book being about a cis man who dresses as a woman to kill his victims to which people go well some people some that has happened before a couple times it's like first of all um it's not psycho too um if a person that 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 goes the reason i'm against trans women is that it's really just men dressing up and they're gonna harm cishet women and then they that we know statistically that's not true mm-hmm. but then they write a book trying to turn it into like the cultural zeitgeist like isn't this a thing i, I would say they can go fuck themselves they can go fuck themselves is 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 essentially going um like what's something that I'll, I'll give you a perfect example it's like we go um black people get targeted by the police all the time and the police unfairly pull us over and shit and then someone goes yeah but sometimes black people do uh act up and do shit and then the police have to like they they have to harass them they have to do those things and i'm like yeah but statistically that's very rare and we can't let all the policing be based off of the small percentage of black people that would actually you know try to do something to a cop and they go yeah but as a big famous author i think i'm gonna write a book about a character who just happens to be a black person who goes around killing police officers for no reason and you have to stop and be like but why why would you do that (laughs) it's like you couldn't since it didn't happen in real life enough you had to make a fictional world where it was the number one threat why why are you why are you um as Chappelle did say in his uh stand-up special that eight minute or whatever special where he goes who are you signaling with this who are you signaling with this jk rowling you signaling somebody who who do you need to know and the thing this. the thing is them them niggas on your side a lot of them ain't buying your shit like the people that are buying your shit is like bitch what's wrong with you yeah the people that literally made you billions of dollars the reason why you have like parks at uh, universal parks all over the world audio books like you you made a lot of money well her fan base is very what's funny is the world she created became more inclusive than she is and i guess right. maybe that goes about a lot of re- artists like once you put something into the cultural zeitgeist that catches on maybe no individual person could keep up yeah it becomes with it yeah it's like what you created became bigger than you that's why they like no 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 fuck her we still like these things and what she created but for her yes fuck her i remember now karen it was the theme park people that's who was like man fuck her this ain't got nothing to do with her right and a shout out to disney because you know i think that's disney that did that maybe well i think it was disney but somebody did yeah, that it was like it was, you ain't you ain't yeah. fucking up our money because you because you a bigoted we don't give a fuck about her y'all please come back when everything open back up again and ride our shit and spend your money yeah somebody said it was universal yeah universal studios is who it was yes because uh it wasn't um the game maker and the, the movie makers haven't said shit right and and, and the, the the thing about it is that um her acting the fool is fucking up 
other people's money because so it's so many things that are kind of attached to her mm-hmm. till they be like nah you you're not gonna fuck our money up because we've invested too much money into this shit for you to be rumbling your mouth jk rowling also is giving back her um uh her award that is associated with the u.s kennedy family after being criticized for her views on gender and trans issues she's giving back the ripple of hope honor by robert f kennedy human rights organization she was given that last year um and earlier this month president carrie kennedy said the views expressed by rowling recently diminished the identity of trans people rowling says kennedy's implication that she is transphobic is incorrect well i mean that's like me that's like when we do fucking with black people and we ask and they ask the person like are you racist they they could call you 17 types of niggers to your face they never gonna say they racist right because nothing is racist i would ask the community that your comments are targeting how they feel right because that's much more important and if they go yeah she's transphobic i'm gonna go with them on this one i'm not gonna let you be able to decide for me you know uh the harry potter writer sparked controversy posting tweets that took issue with the phrase people who menstruate uh and say you should use the term women um and the lengthy blog post rollins oh well we gotta go th- we i think we covered this already on the show but yeah so she got she would rather give her award back yeah because what's so fucked up there's a lot of cishet women that don't menstruate like 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 not trying to be funny under for various different reasons they don't so what does that have to do with anything i don't know man um it's the thing is also there isn't a catch-all term no but like they said people who menstruate but they may have been talking that article may have been specifically talking about i think it was talking about tampons so it just said people who menstruate so they're they weren't trying to say women they're basically like who people who need this product specifically which are people who menstruate because what else are you using tampons for you know what i'm saying they weren't trying to say this is about women or not women it was okay users of our product or not users of our product so she was like you mean women it's like well some people uh have vaginas and don't identify as women like i like i I just don't know what i don't i just don't understand the fight on it no because it don't directly impact you whatsoever why would i care to to fight against that like i understand why people care to fight for someone else's freedom Mm -hmm. i never understand why you fight against someone's freedom Mm -hmm for something like this we're not talking about some powerful group of people that's oppressing everybody mm-hmm. this is not this isn't like when christians pretend to be victims or some shit this is like anyway all right well, i don't want to do the whole thing again y'all know what the fuck we mean um let's see anything else see if i can find some good news god damn nope Mm-mm. nope no two supreme court justices argue supreme court should fix same-sex marriage decision this is on the ballot mm-hmm. i don't know what this to tell y'all on the motherfucking ballot uh clarence thomas and samuel alito we already know how they feel Mm -hmm. they issued a four-page opinion about religious liberty invocations of uh uh obergfell versus hodges decision um which legalized same-sex marriage yeah nothing that was accomplished in the obama era and beyond is to be taken for granted nope a lot of these rights are fairly fucking new yes everyone thought we couldn't go back and now guess what we're about to do hit the motherfucking reverse we're about to go back and it's gonna take a long ass time to get it back if you ever get them back to where they were before yeah so this is uh 
<sighs> all right um let's see what else we can talk about um let's see there's other news uh jamie harrison shatters senate fundraising record with 57 million dollars in the third quarter that's the dude in south carolina mm-hmm. yeah i think he's running against mitch mcconnell i hope he wins god i hope he wins me too man like i'm so tired of seeing these commercials particular yes because they are because south carolina literally right down the street so we get all their commercials mm-hmm. and the commercials against him don't even be that bad because they don't have nothing to say right he was a lobbyist he knows nancy pelosi they might as well say he's a black man chuck schumer and they keep showing him in black and white and shit he <laughs> he heard of alexandria ocasio cortez one time we don't yeah. have no pictures of them together but we just photoshopped them all together mm-hmm. in black and white yes yeah, so and his commercials be like i used to be a republican but that nigga tried to take away my health care and i'm about to die so you know what fuck him i'm voting for jamie yeah and for the record i used to be a republican that's just some white person talking to the camera that's not jamie no 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 i'm sorry no no that's the white person talking to the camera y'all i'm sorry those how the commercials look it's like they just they don't really have nothing they can stick to them unlike this kyle cunningham dude in north carolina he got caught cheating on his wife oh no and now the ads is like this nigga be cheating on his wife he definitely (laughs) can't do a good job now yeah he be cheating y'all y'all ain't gonna believe this shit here we might as well stick with this no health care republican because this nigga be cheating on his wife fuck that that cheating ass nigga got my vote let the cops keep killing you this nigga cheating on his wife Mm -mm. be like do you do do, uh, yeah you cheat on your wife okay yada 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 uh yeah uh what about my rights yeah i learned my lesson from um what was the dude john edwards i learned Mm -hmm. my lesson from him i don't give a fuck what you do bro Mm-mm. i i need them i need the them policies right because that's more important <laughs> than the other bullshit you're doing i'll be like oh that is so sad for his, his family uh, here's my vote nigga. i don't know how they gonna figure that one out but i don't want more jesse hounds i do know that much yeah, yeah goddamn right um uh, all right let's get into some of our other new oh actually you know what i'm gonna save this for one second come right back to it okay there's one more article i wanted to cover yes okay um megan the stallion uh there's a restraining order on tory uh lanes to stay away from megan the stallion good yep mm-hmm. good you and your people Mm-hmm. makes sense to me Mm-hmm. make complete sense um i i've never understood why the police i mean i get it i guess i'm not a police officer so maybe in a situation like this you do need the witness to cooperate or maybe it's much harder when the witness won't cooperate right but it just seemed like they had enough evidence to be like nigga we know you shot her in her feet i guess it depends on i guess certain situations the law says that they could push it regardless of if you cooperate or i not. felt like this gotta be one of those situations i mean some of the shit's on fucking video yeah like i said i don't know the law there so just i'm spitballing don't you don't have to write in i I don't know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. i'll admit that readily but sometimes you just it's kind of like that woman at the 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 dog in the park with the christian cooper and you're just like why would they even need his cooperation Mm -hmm. we have the whole thing just go forward with it yeah just prosecute the motherfucker like he ain't feel like showing up and 
<laughs> rewind exhibit a there you go we don't have exhibit b because we got exhibit a right. you did it you know anyway um so maybe they had to wait on her to talk about it and stuff maybe mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah. yeah and she decided to move forward with it yeah maybe she's pressing charges now i don't mm-hmm. i don't know yeah because I, I i could see her being i'm gonna be quiet and then you know regardless some shit been popping off that we are not privy to and she was like oh i was gonna keep quiet but since you're gonna show your ass yeah let's move forward with this yeah like i i don't know i i would love to hear meg talk about her reasoning for exactly why i know she said it was to protect her and her friends i know she also leaned towards this kind of i don't want a black man and the police showing up and shit but i don't know i i hope it's not what people are saying you know I, and i don't want to even assume it's the the no snitching shit i don't want to assume that you know but i hope it's not oh somebody was saying that tori showed up in new york when meg was there for snl that's why she did the charges thing so maybe she he's kept escalating she had to do it so oh my god that's scary as shit if that's true so um all right this is what i wanted to show y'all though um it's time to get into our other uh one of our other favorite games um we gotta talk about uh fucking with these black people okay the controversial monologue apparently or at least a piece of it that a lot of people are upset about movement was supposed to be about people of color not getting opportunities the oh. woke movement was supposed to be about people of color not getting opportunities the at-bats that they deserved finally making that happen and it was about that for about eight seconds <laughs> and then somehow white women swung their gucci booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line oh this isn't this the whole oh. thing oh, oh what, what no. is this i guess you might need to find another clip oh wait all right oh, so on. they got bullshit kind of chopped between what he's saying yeah how did they get all of june the black people were actually enslaved they get february they get 28 days of overcast weather sun goes down at four in the afternoon everybody's shivering nobody wants to go on the parade Look. Yeah. how about you hook them up with july these are equator people uh. 
so yeah. this isn't just a full unedited clip uh yeah i wanted that but oh wait is this it yeah that's about to say that might be it oh it's the full monologue though i just wanted the part where he talked about them white girls they was mad as shit y'all um there was a lot of hashtag feminist being like you know bill burr is disgusting um he you know he uh i've I, like he this is just him uh hating women and blah 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 and people was like yeah but white women let me see if i can get to the part though because uh this is so during during these difficult times you guys all look like surgeons with your masks on <laughs> makes me feel i don't care <laughs> new york he blocks away playboy in 19 19- <laughs> Thank you. So, I haven't been in New York for about a year. You know, I'm not using safe. Can't see anything. Uh, oh, here we go. Flags. Right. Pride Month. You can tell he's about to do it because he started putting that hand in that front pocket. That's his move. <laughs> That's when he charged him up. Dude, you know when you're just like stuck in the matrix and you just can't, everything's just pressed up, you can't see anything, and then somebody gives you that little nugget of information that just pulls it back? Like, why is it so crowded? It's Gay Pride Month. Ah, tank tops. 0% body fat. Two guys kissing. Rainbow flags. Ah! I didn't know that. That's what I learned. The month of June is Gay Pride Month. That's a little long, don't you think? For a group of people that were never enslaved. How did, how did they get all in June? Dude, black people were actually enslaved. They get February. Uh, I'm trying to find the part about the white women. I say, gotta be chopped up on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, wait, here it is. All right, here we go. All them shit's floating online. Oh my God! Here we go. Hope movement. Generals around the women. You're amazing, amazing your accomplishments over the last few years. I got to tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement. Generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color not getting opportunities, the bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, white women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. My name is so hard with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. Trashing white guys. The nerve, where's the camera? The nerve of you white women. Let me, I, listen, I don't want to speak ill of my bitches here, okay? I don't. Well, let's, let's go back in history here, okay? You guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood muddy. And occasionally, when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with a black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to. (laughs) Thank you. 
been in new york so that was that's the part that a lot of people got upset about a lot of specifically a lot of white women got upset about um i thought it was interesting because a lot of black people was applauding it and then people was like y'all don't know who his wife is and taking pictures of his black wife which i was like that's also kind of weird because there's this assumption that uh his wife somehow has determined what his politics will be or whatever and then we're always saying black women aren't mules and we're always saying that kind of shit but then we kind of did like throw her up as a shield if anyone had any criticism of him um and then not too long ago i remember black people was mad at bill burr for some jokes or some shit he said in one of his specials because mm-hmm. people bringing that up yeah he kind of just walks that line of i mean it's what i like about him is to me he's found a line of being like a dick but still being funny to where i'm like it's like patrice o'neill i'm like this dude's a dick but mm-hmm. that is kind of funny right um and i think burr's kind of in line with that where you're like i don't i don't know that i'll uh necessarily agree or not but then sometimes i find it funny the other thing he does too is he presents himself as the person who's wrong a lot which is uh, another comedic technique that on twitter and shit it doesn't translate but in real life it kills right like like maybe i'm fucked up and then we express the fucked up thoughts that we have that we know are wrong but we're going but i i think i'm the one who's wrong but i'm just telling you how i felt and why it's funny that i felt this way but it's wrong that i felt this way correct um which i can get with but uh yeah that motherfucker that that shit took off on twitter and white women was hot anyway how you feel about it zero to a hundred oh zero it it don't it don't bother me at all Mm -hmm. um a lot of uh white women are very sensitive about shit like that because they they want all the privilege of white privilege, but none of the blame of white privilege and none of the, 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 the shit that's saying they complicit because you know what, them proud boys, somebody had to make them lunches. Somebody had to get the, get the GPS together. Somebody had to iron their clothes out. Like, like, you know, uh, you know, it was somebody there, somebody's mama, cousin, sister. It was some woman there a lot of times to get them on their way and help keep them organized. They're not doing this shit alone. They have a fucking support system and it's not all men yeah i think Chappelle said it best in one of his specials but when he said white women are complicit they were in on the heist they just didn't like their cut right that i think that's probably the best summation of that of what bill burr is trying to say there um for me man i mean it's so funny because like i said i think he's funny i think snl monologues are harder to be funny uh, uh, so snl monologues aren't really my shit even when i love the person like it could be eddie murphy it could be chris rock it could be dave Chappelle. like monologues don't kill me like that normally i, I prefer stand-up to, to monologues me too and i'm and i i'm still a fan of stand-up like so um and of course you know if you listen to the show long enough you know we'll laugh at shit we don't agree with so it's not even all the like, time and also i won't laugh at shit i do agree with sometimes because it just ain't funny so <laughs> that's the thing it, it needs to be presented in a funny manner if it's not funny i'm like it's yeah. not funny bill maher says a lot of shit i agree with i don't find them funny at all me either um, i do not find him funny so uh i think what happened though is that there's this thing where people dislike white women so much that it's such a shortcut and i not to sound too woke on it but to me this is why certain white women were able to imitate black women online and infiltrate those academic circles because 
this is all you have to do you colonizers you this you that and then people go yes oh you come to the cool table come sit come to the cookout um and i think that's all it takes you know i don't necessarily know that what he said was necessarily that brave or different than what other people have been saying what i think happened though is that white women got so offended and they thought because bill burr is a dude that's offended a lot of people that everyone would be like yeah you're right he did y'all wrong they played the card of we are the victim here and this is the one example that truly no one but white women feel they're the victim of you're not gonna find anyone who agrees with this shit that that him calling you out for being trump supporters being racist and then trying to pull the high mighty card of we were never like these white men like yeah and i and i guarantee and i have seen that happen in the quote-unquote woke movement as he called it mm-hmm. you know it was weird i mean the me too movement is a tarana burke uh a thing that white women were like now we're here and we're taking over and yep. we're gonna turn into something completely different we've seen the speeches at the um award shows when they're advocating supposed to be advocating for all women and they use the numbers like we only make 73 percent of what white men make and it's like white women make 73 percent or whatever right or whatever percent like 80 percent like they you're that's not the numbers for the other people Mm-mm. like that's your number mm-hmm. so it's that kind of thing where you know white women haven't really proven to be uh the best allies and 53 percent of them or, or it's not 53 percent, but you know the number is up there they fuck with they fuck with trump yeah, and also somebody brought up a good point about uh, why white men were mad. People stuck at home because a lot of people probably would have been out partying, the club, and doing other shit. It wouldn't have caught this live. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that's why I think a lot of those white women on Twitter and shit ran with the like, y'all, he is trash. And then what happened is a lot of black people was like, well, slow down, Karen. You know what I mean? You you trash too. You know he's got a point. Y'all both need to be shut the fuck up and listen right now. Blah blah blah. So you know I, but yeah, yeah me personally i don't necessarily feel fucked with by it no um yeah i don't think i really feel fucked with by it but i just don't think i'm in the the group of people to to i didn't post put put them on a pedestal for saying this shit mm-hmm. i didn't um you know i don't really care about the canceling of comedians or not that's that's just not my thing same so i just don't think he was even on my radar as a person to like to be offended by his name coming up and he's definitely not on my list of people to be like thank god he said it you know what yeah, I'm, like, I'm not gonna quote unquote defend either yeah you know it's just one of those things where he just speaking out and speaking at a at a very sensitive group of people that's like we are sensitive yeah and i don't listen to his podcast and stuff like that oh, so i don't, I don't even, think i've ever heard like it. if he be saying wild shit on there one. i don't yeah he's been had one for a long time mm-hmm. but if he be saying wild shit on there i, I don't know about it so um all right let's move it to the next one uh a texas man allegedly killed his daughter's mother while wearing blackface and a fake beard disguise what charles beard ironic name yes it is the 33 year old uh, accused of killing the mother of his one-year-old daughter allegedly disguised himself as a black man with a fake beard she was Alyssa burkett was 24 years old shot in the head and stabbed multiple times outside her job well the stabbing is normally a passion of crime a crime of passion Mm -hmm. so um also just random black man walking up shooting it's so funny what they what they say about us 
when they think they're us and what they're really saying about themselves when they think they're us is it mm-hmm. he did that purposely so he could be misidentified it's like man robs a bank in blackface what are you saying sir <laughs> not to mention i mean if you i'm like i don't know if white people know this but if you don't want to get caught don't do it you no no that's not what i say at all no. if you don't want to get caught you're probably better off staying white yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if y'all checked out these uh statistics come on <laughs> they, they out here whooping our asses but if you don't if you want if the goal is to get away with the crime to get away right and not be charged with the crime you might want to just buy a blonde wig and some contacts and you'll be fine then it seemed like you're really working backwards i'm not trying yeah. to help white people get away with more crimes Me either but, but you know i'm just i'm just letting you know this seems very short-sighted uh yeah so he wanted to shield his identity from security cameras and witnesses but uh your fingerprints ain't gonna lie or whatever else they caught you on at least two witnesses did report it was a black suspect who shot and kissed stabbed burkett because that's what they saw from a distance yeah yeah i just imagine you being like i'm an incognito i'm gonna dress as a black man show up at my wife's job i'm a killer and you walk by white people and they'd be like oh nine one one a black is in here like it's defeating the purpose i, I wonder did he do that face stuff and then he his hands was all white and shit like he ain't put no gloves on <laughs> like mickey mouse yes yeah i just picture him i just picture i just picture him in blackface hands in his pockets or whatever and white people calling the cops on him just for being a black person like not even doing a crime like uh a very suspicious black man very very suspicious and i don't know what's going on it's just something is up with him uh he's about to do some crimes oh he did uh, according to arrest affidavit dark liquid foundation and a fake beard with cos- cosmetic glue were found in a car nearby he surrendered himself earlier this week after learning a warrant was out for his arrest he's charged with the murder of burkett police believe the aforementioned car belongs to beard according to people uh affidavit states people discovered police discovered tracking devices in burkett's car as well as her current boyfriend's vehicle yeah so he was just he was gonna kill her custody battle and he's gonna kill his wife but decided he couldn't do that heinous act without you know making sure they were looking for random black people hopefully the police didn't act on the information that when witnesses said there were two black people there were two people saw black men and they just go round people up in the area right zero to hundred care oh 100 you fit the description for, for some reason yeah i gotta give it a hundred as well this is uh pretty fucking disgusting um and especially to do something like that under the guise of this is what niggers do you know what i mean Mm -hmm, like they'll never think of this never (laughs) they'll never catch me they'll never catch me now that i'm in blackface (laughs) (laughs) and ain't nobody gonna believe this (laughs) all right let's go to the next one all right um we're over to i know but remember i told you it doesn't cut us off anymore okay so we're gonna find out okay what the myth is yeah Yeah, hopefully it pop up a warning before it tells us we gotta get off the air so uh but they must have extended the time period past two hours Mm -hmm. uh barbie is against racism now y'all oh shit bet y'all didn't know that hey everybody hey everyone so there is a huge movement going on now if you're saying who are these people and you because you're listening on audio later barbie 
is cgi barbie in her i guess malibu Malibu beach house Mm -hmm. and uh her friend nikki who is a black girl i like nikki's hair i like nikki's hair as well and they want to talk about race people millions of people across the world are standing up to fight against racism and they're doing this because too often and for such a long time people have been treated unfairly and in some cases even hurt by others because of the color of their skin this i didn't even know barbie could talk i'm trying to think if i've ever heard barbie talk before did she have a cartoon maybe i think she did have a cartoon i just don't remember yeah but i don't remember her like 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 yeah this this. is like the kids man y'all y'all really got some better shit than we did the next version gonna be woke bobby shit this is woke bobby i mean no they're gonna sell a woke bobby the baby doll oh yeah about which is exactly why we have to talk about it it's a tough conversation but i'm glad we're having it People might think that my life looks fine, but the truth is I and so many other black people have to deal with racism all the time. Oh, they are making it plain for the children. Mm-hmm. It's a really futuristic hurt- keyboard there. And it can be scary and sad. And I wanted to share some stories about that today. Barbie and I had a sticker selling contest on the beach last month. What if she was, I want to sell some stories about that today george floyd got killed <laughs> like it just, <laughs> <they> just <laughs> trayvon martin they just went straight into it and yeah, shit i was like damn but tell you really right. woke arrest the killers of brianna taylor okay oh brianna? you're talking about white women losing it they were really losing not they barbie mm-hmm. we split up and went different directions to see who could sell the most well while i was on the boardwalk beach security stopped me three times what <laughs> barbie barbie shocked they did what three times i mean i know i just said we was gonna talk about racism but hold the fuck up three times girl they did they beat security did what stop and where was Malibu? you know malibu can work for beat security right he didn't do he didn't say nothing to me three times what they asked me all these questions over and over and they even called my mom (gasps) i never told you but that's why i sold a few stickers that day the security officers thought I was doing something bad, even though I was doing exactly what you were doing. I'm low-key very sad that Malibu Barbie's world has Malibu racism in it. <laughs> Come on! I, I really was going to toys it's, as it's, an escape. It's, it's, it's mimicking the real world. Right. Like, I never did this with my G.I. Joes, where it's just like, mm-hmm, Roadblock mm-hmm. is showing up, but he's 15 minutes late to the mission. And uh, she gonna turn around and be like, yeah, Barbie, when you uh, driving your Malibu Ferrari, they don't stop you, do they? Right. I was in my Malibu Honda Civic, and these <laughs> motherfuckers on, pulled me Civic. over three times. Okay? Yeah, I just... <laughs> Like, I never got to do this with my toys and shit. It was just like, oh, no, Alpine is late to the mission. He was pulled over by the police three times. <laughs> Yo, Joe, indeed. Yo, Joe. Uh, Roblox show up rhyming, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I am so late. <laughs> police pulled me over about eight. Oh, no. And remember when we were going to join that French honor club at school? Mm-hmm. Well, I made a perfect score on the entrance test, but when the teacher, who didn't know me at all, gave me my results, he told me I only did well because I got lucky. He said he knew I couldn't speak French that well. What? You speak French better than all of us. Why didn't you just stay in the club and prove him wrong? I don't want to have to constantly prove and reprove myself. He okay. supported you. Okay, Nikki. 
nigga said fuck that club right it ain't that goddamn important she should have said that shit in french and then barry would have been like huh she was like exactly bitch you don't even <laughs> understand french and you in the club right i made a goddamn 100 <laughs> i probably can speak it better than the teacher <laughs> then she was like i was on the airplane to france and he told me i couldn't go <laughs> right from the beginning and didn't support me usually when i talk about these things people make excuses they say things like oh well maybe you should have had a permit for selling on the beach but those are just excuses people did these things to me because i was black and they made the wrong assumptions about me and they don't make those assumptions about white people like me that's not fair because that means that white people get an advantage that they didn't earn and black people get a disadvantage that they don't deserve exactly it's really serious. Some people even get hurt when others think the wrong things about them. That's exactly why people are marching. Because when enough of us stand together, people pay attention. Well, she be like, and that's exactly why people are rioting and looting and burning shit down. Come on. <laughs> Just somebody throw a Molotov cocktail in the window behind them. Burn this shit down, Barbie. <laughs> Come on. Barbie having pr- protests in her make-believe world. Mm-hmm. Right. Because when we don't say anything, we're just letting it continue. Well, you listening and being supportive, that's helpful. It's important to keep reading and learning more about black history. And if someone is being treated unfairly, stand up for that person. If we all work together, we can make a big difference. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with me today. With us. Yeah, it's not easy, but it's necessary well all right then oh that's precious what'd you think about that cam zero to 100 i'm not fuck with at all but i know the white women i fuck with i bet the comments in there is, is lit and they got a bunch of thumbs downs yeah i yeah oh man i didn't even look at the comments oh i bet you the comments oh, is lit man. now i gotta go see they mad at, at barbie then they all be a burr <laughs> i don't know let's see uh well you know what? the comments are turned off smart for mattel somebody was like we don't want them and turn. they was like we're gonna put this up somebody read it was like oh turn, 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 turn. don't even don't 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 even allow them to put comments how many thumbs down they got i know uh 2.8 k and it has twenty five thousand likes though and i'm gonna add a like to it i mm. like it yeah i know a bunch of thumbs downs yeah they probably talk about nikki in her hair you deserve to get pulled over for the stickers right <laughs> what are you doing on the beach selling stickers you got a sticker permit Mm -hmm. come on (laughs) you was telling them selling them stickers all blackly and shit Mm -hmm. you should have got pulled over more times on the beach yeah well good for good for good for mattel man Mm -hmm. trying to do something right you know good for them now if they could just um you know have like a episode where they do like a march where like the transformers could be out there because i feel like if the barbie world got racism they could probably defeat it because we, oh, yeah. we can't and, defeat it in real life smooth 30 minutes yes yeah. so. we can't defeat it in real life but you know i feel like cobra commander and megatron lose every week so <laughs> they gonna be they could be on the racism side and we had an episode where they just defeat racism real quick and, oh i'm, uh, I'm take, in for it yeah bobby defeats racism man anyway good for them good for them they didn't pull no punches with the kids mm-hmm that's also another reason i like to point out you can't hide behind the kids no 
all this shit people keep doing where's the kids the kids what how is it's my kid you. gonna understand this it's so complicated it's like they just came out and just told you like no this shit is racist white people have white privilege blah 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 and they even broke it down into terms where maybe a kid doesn't understand the word privilege but then like advantages you have there's it's advantage fair. and there's a disadvantage to, that black people are always mm-hmm. getting so anyway i loved it zero me too all right let's get into uh let's get into some uh guess the race what time is it it's time to guess the race 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 a new york city bride recounts being ditched at the altar by her groom who called who said his uber was late what a brooklyn woman was devastated when her boyfriend of 10 years not only lied to her about paying for the wedding venue but on the day of the wedding didn't bother to show up after leaving her hanging for hours claiming that his uber was late he didn't pay for the venue Mm -mm. he lied to her about paying for it like i paid for the venue but he didn't oh so you show up and they be like i don't know what you're talking about you're not booked this is every introvert's dream right here nurse sasha aristide or aristide maybe uh 29 was excited to marry her man office manager kevin hypolite hippolyta no just hypolite hippolyte hippolyte anyway 30 30 years old uh the two got engaged december 2017 they started planning the twenty thousand dollar wedding uh and sasha thought everything was fine until the wedding day Ooh, twenty that's a lot of money that's not even that much money for a wedding these days uh, yeah yeah it's not, not, yeah. not even that much uh, uh aristide said the first sign something sasha said the first time sign something was right wasn't right was a phone call from her florist on the big day who told her she told her story on the real fix podcast about real people telling their stories which was picked up by the sun da, da, da. The, my florist called me and told me that the venue had not allowed her in to set up the flowers i called kevin and he told me he was running late i didn't worry because the ceremony wasn't until 5 p.m with a drinks reception before but around 1 30 p.m one of my bridesmaids told me that her brother had called the venue asking for the address and he had been told there was no wedding schedule for the day alarm bells went oh. off in my head uh sasha continued getting ready for her six bride bridesmaids and maid of honor in her long island hotel room before finding out the actual wedding venue had not received full payment a frantic uh sasha called up uh uh like kevin uh who uh kept insisting his uber was late to your wedding that ass uber would it get a flat tie by hours it need to get oil change like call another uber like why is a frantic uh oh wait so yeah uh to the last minute he said he was coming and he told me he was on his way he kept lying the whole time uh she waited three hours before realizing that he kevin wasn't coming and then she broke up with him adding she was gaslit the entire time well i'll tell you something he broke up with you but if it makes you feel better <laughs> motherfucker not showing up on wedding day feel like that uh, i hate to give give you the l there but i think we have to give it to, to that person they mm-hmm. that's the one who broke up 
i had no clue whatsoever that he was not planning to show up or having cold feet i spoke to him the night before he literally said i love you i can't wait to marry you we were taking the whole day uh talking the whole day i realized at 2 30 p.m at that point i didn't have any emotions i was so numb and in shock i felt like i was in a trance what was the day before opposite day i i don't know (laughs) i love you i can't wait to marry you psych that's what he said after he hung up to make matters worse uh kevin waited several weeks before reaching out to sasha by which time she was done i had no intentions of getting back with him anyone who would do that to you definitely does not love you or care for you i cut off all connections with him he reached out you got the motherfucking galls to reach back out to me again (laughs) the galls my phone my phone would have lit up and said fuck this bitch that's when you call me that's my phone i'm like oh i'm no uh i like that you said the galls instead of the gall oh yeah because it had more than one to to contact me (laughs) it combined balls and gall and i agree that he had the galls to call me uh something personal he said something personal was the reason he didn't show up it wasn't intentional it wasn't planned it just happened that way he then denied he tried to get back with her but tried to leave the door open saying the relationship could be repaired if she was willing karen guess the race of this couple they're both the same race oh white white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe let me put it hold on put it in there oh for them to guess the race yeah yeah uh that's that's definitely white uh he had the white audacity to show his big face agenda white white um choking laughing yeah some people might know this one because i i know it was going around the cockdacity <laughs> all right the correct answer is all of you went white on this one and all of you got it incorrect they were black what yes you all got it incorrect this is she stole my heart so i'm still in his last name that's their picture of sasha and kevin right there here's another one of their photos together you know they made like they made a beautiful couple you know and uh it was all it was not meant to be karen black love you hate to see you hate to see it when it happens like this speechless over there you didn't think it was gonna be a black couple did you no i did not i (laughs) thought this would have been ended she bust the windows out his car (laughs) leave me at the altar (laughs) and the thing is at least get the venue so i could have had a party anyway i'd have been fine but now i'm dressed up and i ain't got nowhere to motherfucking go she should have known when let's get married was the wedding theme song okay Meet me at the altar when we first went. <laughs> we ain't getting no Uber because I ain't showing up. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that did not. Mm-mm. Trifling ass. Trifling. Let's do another one. A Miller Park intruder tried carving his name into the field with a stolen tractor, causing $40,000 in damages. Ooh. <laughs> Was he trying to do the shit in curse if I don't get it? The, the intruder who entered miller's park playing field last week is accused of taking a joyride on a tractor and using it to try carving his name in cursive oh i was right i was about to say forty thousand dollars you ain't doing that with no with no regular ass font you 
you gotta be loop de looping out there and shit. Let me dot the I. I'm about to say that shit didn't make no sense. He was out there underlining shit. Come on, he was making italics bolding. I was like, that much damage, my nigga. You wrote a whole goddamn sentence. That didn't make no sense. Prosecutors, prosecutors charge Keon A. Lambert, 40 of milwaukee with a felony count of criminal damage to property and misdemeanor disorderly conduct the criminal complaint describes how lambert entered the stadium on june 2nd after finding an unlocked door and wandering on the playing field whoever left that door locked lost their jobs wandering on the playing field with the grounds crew present he told police he decided to commandeer the tractor because he had never driven one before and he wanted to carve his name into the field with the tires oh no and the thing is you the people that work there not so funny they probably wouldn't have thought they felt like you probably in there you need to be in there they didn't think a stranger was gonna walk in the field uh, until you start carving up the field with the tractor yeah that's like the fuck is this the tractor didn't move fast enough for that to happen but lambert nevertheless drove across the field while raising and lowering the front bucket damaging the pitcher's mound and digging holes everywhere on the field <gasps> according to the complaint oh no he told police he saw workers recording him on their phones so he decided to show off he also shouted various things at grounds crew workers so they would stay away from him he told police a statement by the milwaukee brewers described the damage as minor and said there was zero indication his actions were connected to social unrest stemming from local and national police brutality protests guess the race karen oh this is white okay let's check the chat room see what they believe uh that's a nigga keon is in an unlocked door black white says mary that name black says lakita tagging a field is the same as tagging a subway black <laughs> that's smart watch whiteness damage uh i don't know black says d all right so we got black we got white black says oreo blitz karen says black let's see you misspelled every word too black <laughs> what was his name his name is keon a lambert black so you changing it to black karen mm-hmm. keon karen changing it to black and karen mm-hmm. you're correct he was black Yeah, that's a white ass, white ass shit to do. I just want to steal a tractor, but I was thinking, wait a minute, Keon? Mm-hmm. Ain't no white Keons. That's correct. Uh, a couple people missed it. <laughs> Another huge clue is at the end of the article where the police, where the people that own the field said they didn't think it was connected to Black Lives Matter protests that that tells you they wouldn't expect a white person to to show up and do that you know? oh they protesting baseball right so um all right let's go to the bonus round so far karen is um uh one one, one and one, one. Mm-hmm. it's time to get the race it's time to get the race it's time to guess the race all right <clears throat> louisiana archbishop sets fire 
to the altar where a priest recorded himself having a threesome oh shit now it's a lot going on up in here yeah actually they got a sixth threesome then the father the son and the holy ghost there (laughs) was six people in that room it was two holy trilogies okay come on i was up in these holes um the archdiocese of new orleans has burned an altar on which a priest allegedly recorded himself performing sexual acts with two dominatrices saying the desecration was demonic and deplorable on friday archbishop gregory he's he's like this nigga couldn't even fuck kids like (laughs) bro what are you doing you're going against the brand come on man this i know it's a pandemic but come on i mean have our standards raised that high we got a reputation to uphold to, i mean to down to withhold we got a reputation <laughs> Come on. to withhold down here okay we can't be messing with them in the day of age you out here having sex with overage women consenting adults Cons- the hell wrong with you do you not get the brochure did nobody send you the intro package that's it i got it we normally just transfer people to another church but not you you, you fired, fired right and we burning the damn pulpit they say you fired we got to fire you over this we got to burn burn everything okay mm-hmm um you can't be out here doing it the right way i can't believe i went to the kid fucking meetings with you that this is disgusting. <laughs> you look me dead in my eyes i feel betrayed right um on friday archbishop gregory amon <laughs> responded to community outrage over reverend travis clark's behavior with a recorded statement and share shared online it's a very tough time to be a catholic in the archdiocese of new orleans to say the least many people feel anger and betrayal and disappointment and i feel the same way as do my brother priest because ain't no women priests clark mm-hmm. 30 clark 37 was arrested at the house in the alleged threesome with mindy dixon and melissa ching both professional dominatrices as saint peter and paul at saint peter and paul roman catholic church on september the 30th well you know they weren't doing no social distancing Mm-mm, he paid them good <clears throat> money now let's take them and you know they might have had mask on you know you never know i mean dominatrix mask he probably had a mask a gimp suit the incident mm-hmm. unfurled, the incident unfurled when they were caught by a passerby who noticed the church's lights were on after hours that's right it's a pandemic it's not supposed to be having church the witness looked in the window Duh, you need had nerve to cut the cover to put some blinds up and saw the scantily clad women see this would never happen in a uh in a baptist church because they had stained glass windows so yeah, you, you can't, can't really see, see through, can't see through it. uh the witness looked in the window and saw the scantily clad women in corsets and the priest partially clothed stage lighting sex toys and a cell phone on a tripod were said to be on the stage <gasps> mm-hmm the authorities were called and all three people involved were charged with obscenity for engaging in sex in a place open to public view the altar was poorly visible through the window yeah i mean is it public view or are you just like staring in the window jacking off like come on now you know what i mean (laughs) i mean i guess everyone's house is public view if you stare through the window hard enough right get the right angle through the blinds or some shit like i don't know (laughs) he tried to stare that shit like the scramble cinemax right now amon revealed that the altar in question isn't set on fire and removed from the premises regarding travis amon said in the video his obscene behavior was deplorable his desecration of the altar in the church was demonic and i'm infuriated by his actions oh so you can't just throw no holy water on we got to burn everything down now now we got to replace the pews and shit in the pandemic that's a great point karen 
i thought holy water get rid of everything they don't throw some olive oil on it bless it and call it a day because you know who burns shit the devil <laughs> so you gonna use the devil's methods on this shit he probably liked that you burned it up i bet you so Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. wasting the wasting the church's money right well, you, you better throw some olive oil splash some olive oil across it and say in the name of jesus and, and mm-hmm. uh be like well the, the, we got it out of here mm-hmm seem like mm, seem kind of suspicious now that you now that you uh bring that up karen mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. you set it on fire for why right Mm-mm-mm. um <laughs> but yeah of course uh they they were like we got to do something okay we got to burn the fucking burn the shit down and these are just a, you just caught him how much shit happened in there that you didn't caught but you i see you burning that down right like where's that come on when this when it's the children nobody cares no, right? nobody cares about the children getting abused in there they're like put some pine salt on them on them uh right. they, they only get the olive oil Mm-mm. right Mm-mm. just just go ahead and uh they, they get they get, get one, the lemon pledge and let's just uh they, go ahead and get this going they get one of them white sponges them white uh, uh eraser sponges i use to clean up right let's just go ahead and get this consecrated and uh just call it a day okay somebody said russell tussin on it <laughs> right like let's just uh we'll just call it get this consecrated real quick and uh mm-hmm. you won't even you won't even worry about it we're gonna put some vicks on that and call it a day right <laughs> mm-mm I, want, I know he was mad when he had to burn that. What you right? gonna do about this right here? What you gonna do about this? what you gonna do about the Bible, homeboy? What you gonna are you gonna call this a bigot? Are you gonna call this dangerous? Well, if you do call this and me dangerous, yes, sir, we are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Pies. <laughs> yeah, the magic eraser. We're gonna magically erase it away. Thank you. Mm-hmm that's all right keep on walking mary mary said it mary mary said it mary mary said it you gotta walk you gotta walk oh my god it's coming out of her i can call my father jesus jesus how i love him and trust him that's how they was burning that shit up um but he says uh when the details became clear we had the altar removed and burned i will consecrate a new altar tomorrow Man, they got a new altar fast. What, you have a backup one in the back? How many times y'all done burnt y'all off the damn? Right. They must got one off of fucking Amazon. <laughs> yes, do they shipping. Uh, we'll, we'll pay the extra for the for the for it to be pre-assembled before how, it gets here. How nasty was that sex you can't preach on that altar again? That's what I want to know. Come on. In the recorded statement, Amon also addressed a second scandal that involved Reverend Pat Wadding, Waddingney. On the confe- same altar? Who confessed to sexually abusing a minor reverend pat wattingly when he informed us of sexual abuse of a minor which occurred december 2013 i immediately removed him from the ministry reported to civil authorities and made a public announcement now hold up but you you hold up no often got burned for that first of all you can't slide that past me fam right 2013 i did i hear that correctly yes you did sir this motherfucker tried to slide the old shit in like listen i am as equally disgusted by this man that i burned the altar and kicked him out of church <laughs> as i was back in 2013 about this shit i never told y'all about okay i'm also disgusted by that mm-hmm. and in that case we use several sanitizing wipes <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here we're using them with clorox 
according to amon uh according to amon church officials in february received copies of messages exchanged between waddingney and a student at pope john the second high school so oh this february in 2020 is when this happened and then but in what hold up how is this yeah this what so did they just so they knew about it in 2013 mm-hmm. but then they got text about it in 2020 mm-hmm. for this other scandal right he said the messages while not sexual in nature are technology policy for business type of communication it tells you a lot about priests don't it mm-hmm. you can't text children but why you know why you know <laughs> even if it's just about stuff that's just anything mm-hmm. for no reason can you ever text a child leave the children are they under 18 don't text <laughs> don't me. text them about anything nothing at all oh my god no one else has this rule <laughs> but church officials later received a report that communication between the priest and the child had resumed oh wait was he still there he may have been like you said in 2013 i guess in 2013 it came out and then they found out they were still communicating and they found out like in 2020 like they were still had the communication hadn't stopped okay wadney was asked to step down as the high school's chaplain so he got to go all so he no longer was a priest he got to go be the high school chaplain it's a promotion did you burn the school down at least <laughs> the desk y'all had to wait for the george floyd protest to burn the school down and be like it's really not about black lives mm-hmm, matter mm-hmm. it's about these damn children mm-hmm. okay uh um, more mad about the altar apparently yeah so he stepped down and he had to undergo a series of psychological exams and attend a 30-day retreat i don't hear any prison in any of this Mm-mm. how is it more shameful that this other person had a consensual bdsm thing than the fucking pedophile dude that you let be the high school chaplain right y'all don't allow him to get married i mean what is what the hell is happening here it's you know it's crazy we start off with the jokes and then the truth is worse than the jokes <laughs> yes the truth is worse we, than our jokes we just got the jokes happening yeah they was like actually y'all he they they do feel differently about pedophiles <laughs> and here's a we great do, example we just want y'all to know oh my god and uh, after the psychological exam he admitted to sexually abusing the minor <gasps> what ha- what has happened concerning pat waddingly and travis clark is unacceptable it is sinful it cannot be tolerated now if i'm travis clark i'm like take my fucking name out of this D- keep make two videos right do one <laughs> video i was fucking people on the on the on the fucking uh uh pulpit and that and that's wrong for the reasons that you say I, i'll yeah. accept my punishment everybody was of age but don't try to throw this motherfucker in, in there, there with me i wasn't fucking children these were grown ass women i like my ball stepped on i don't think that should be thrown into the same pool no! of disgustingness as this fucking repeat pedophile fucking offender we are not on the same thing just because i like to get hung from the ceiling we are not on the same page as the man who like to have sex at the school right this motherfucker y'all ain't y'all known to do with the school shit since 2013 Mm -hmm. so you can't even pretend that the fucking like you can't even be like like you were more disgusted with me two days ago i gotta go completely (laughs) completely to the point where you burning shit up this other motherfucker been a pedophile for seven years that you at least seven years you knew of, you know of and you was like well we just can't let him be a pedophile 
in this building let's move him to the other building and give him a promotion yeah <laughs> uh let me be clear both were removed from the ministry immediately and will never serve again in a catholic ministry i guarantee y'all won't let this dude teach school though they're gonna go he is now a manager at the local strip club we <laughs> we're just very bad about moving people to places uh who knows he might he might uh fuck around and go over there and have a whole job despite the obscenity charges their lawyer uh t- says that dixon and ching the dominatrices were not to blame uh all parties involved were considered adults said bradley phillips everything that occurred took place behind closed doors on private property and none of the conduct alleged was criminal in nature the fact that this involved a priest uh took place in the church is completely irrelevant the only pertinent question is if it took place in view of the public clearly that is not the case the evidence will show that an individual had to enter the church's private property and look through a window oh this must be their lawyer okay i was about to say okay like this they, motherfucker this they, the best they, most open-minded right. lawyer of all time they was like look they weren't fucking on the street like like right. they actually had to cross a few gates like they actually walked on the property they right. were not the groundskeeper and just do do no you actually came on property so as far as we were concerned this was not an open view of the public shout out to him, people him having to act uh they had to call the police and act offended and shit right like yeah you know my dick was in my hand but i'm disgusted and i think y'all should get down here in about uh can you give me five minutes and then y'all get down here and bust these I know. people they, they 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 talked to him sir how do you feel he was like i am disgusted mm-hmm <laughs> i would implore anyone seek seeking to pass judgment direct their energy elsewhere he said um he got a free show and got mad the 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 clark who was suspended has not commented and uh then they go into the uh dominatrices background dixon is based in seattle she reacted to the news by posting to twitter a gif of a horned red devil dancing in a sexually suggestive manner captioned this is my official fucking statement i mean he had I, I mean he had a type didn't he though on her website dixon who lives with her husband and their pug lily goes by the name lady v lady vi maybe or lady v uh she described herself as the embodiment of sin and exquisitely crafted in the flesh oh he was googling this for sure mm-hmm. he he knew what he wanted he oh, was like yeah. i i need a devil woman okay mm-hmm. i don't want no regular and, and pretty sure it's a porn code name for what i just don't know it but yes he should have he should have he was like i want a devil dominatrix i want you to be into some satanic shit i got a whole like you know how long he probably set this up like i gotta fuck i'm only gonna get this one chance the church ain't got no people in it Mm-mm. i can get in there we can get in the pulpit i got my tripod set up i got my camera going right i need the most demonic like i know what i want i need you to put on some high heels and step on my balls i know exactly what i want i am here for it okay i want you dressed as a nun with mm. horns coming out from underneath the yes the frock his, like, his fantasy was all together and mm-hmm. she was like i do it i want to and, and don't don't make me say mother may i okay i want to call you ma'am uh i have been told I'm, I'm in a i'm an addiction a disease for which there is no cure my beauty is intoxicating taking a sip is not recommended for the faint of heart i'm highly skilled at weaponizing lust and using it to bring men and women to their knees she's also a political activist championing the rights of sex workers on her instagram page on twitter she calls herself the priestess of right proprietress of the church of satanatrix mm. my slaves are my parishioners she writes on twitter promoting a video linking to her website showing a latex clad dixon encouraging worship of her 
damn well, hey man you know what if that's what it is that's what it is so uh all right karen guess the race oh everybody in this shit white karen says everyone is white let's uh check the i was just saying other priest for the record though you don't have to oh white okay all right let's see the check chat room says i walked away for okay that's not a race i'm sorry but i gotta go white open windows i'm gatekeeping blackness from the people who won't close their curtains white ain't no black church folks in new orleans on that level of fuckery uh put gasoline on my dick set it on fire girl yeah that shit turned me on white <laughs> the church was working air conditioning and let's out on time <laughs> let's out for football crystal meth white white a nigga preacher can do anything and keep their job <laughs> <laughs> oh man one of his peter paul white joe O's peen white Aww. new meaning of love thy neighbor white the correct answer is white I don't think anyone went with anything other than white, right? They didn't. Oh, let me go back to the screenshot. I'm about to. Okay. Uh, so this is the preacher who who did the video. Like, you can't be fucking nobody but kids up in here. Okay. This is the preacher who who uh, was in the BDSM. Ah, he looked like the type. Well, it's just his picture. This if this was his picture on the priest website, he just looked unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like his eyes ain't smiling at all. Mm-mm. He's like, man, I really need my balls stepped on. Uh, these are the two dominatrices. Mindy Dixon, the 41 year old is on the left and Melissa Chain, 23 is on the right. I gotta say, the 41 year old is definitely living right. You know, like she just she looks, looks young, young compared, like, oh, she look young. That's 41. That's 23. I mean, look, drink your water. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of people's business um she holding it yes, down you would be young too if you have people worshiping you even in their mug shot she looks young she looked better in the mug shot too i mean I hate to pit these two women against each other but i'm just saying um and then this is so she like more professional like look at this picture yeah she's like this is my living yeah like she she does this it's like some type of gym equipment or sex equipment in the background oh yeah like she do this okay oh yeah she be running lifting weights and shit and Ching's only 23 so she's probably just getting started in the business mm-hmm. oh here's a better picture of her though this her dolled up okay she don't look too bad mm-hmm. but you can tell that the uh, older woman she's like no bitch i do this for a motherfucking living i do crunches i do squats mm-hmm. i make sure my heels are sharp yeah she got a promotional video oh shit for her website um in case you into that um oh wait like it's not showing i don't think it's explicit or nothing but Mm. oh here we go oh she got like professional music Oh yeah, this is definitely some white people shit. Yeah, that's definitely some yeah. white people shit. That Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson. Come on. You give love a bad name. Um oh that she is in a in a, one of her fits. Her uh bondage fits, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
i like that that's unique this uh this is her tweet where she said my official statement with the devil with the horns that's her dog that was her and her husband oh yeah she stay fit oh yeah you know they get around yeah you know he, he probably can't wait to be like let me watch you fuck some people yep she come back and tell him about all the stories Mm-hmm. you were like put the ball gag and tell me how you had sex with those bbc's i need to know and come on um uh, so okay she out here she in these she in these streets Ain't she though the other girl gotta step her game up because i feel like she really didn't bring it there's not enough presence online Mm-mm. but i guess by you know what else it is 41 if you say this you've made a choice mm-hmm like that's a life choice you know what i mean that's like yeah 41 you dead you dedicated to the cause yeah like that's a difference between yeah you like i'm not here i'm not out here playing with you bitches i'm 41 right that's the difference between like when you see a porn star that's like 20 and they just do porn for like six weeks Mm -hmm. and then when you see like a porn star that's just been like i've been doing porn since 1973 i can tell you everything what do you need to know Mm -hmm. this is a choice this is what i'm going to be doing Mm -hmm forever and they fit too just some of the yeah. fittest women you'll ever see fit or not i'm just saying you made a decision yes you have like you are like listen this is what it is okay uh, this is, i'm not dabbling in this i live this that's the difference between the 41 year old and 23 year old dominatrix in this situation is i feel like the 23 year old she might just be dabbling like uh, she might trying buy, to find herself right she might get to 25 and be like actually i don't want to do this but 41 that's a decision yeah she's like, like i my husband need to know i do this he gotta be cool with it uh my friends gotta be cool with it all my social media gonna be me talking about sex work and rights and shit like so you you, you walk over here ain't nobody shocked no surprise she dedicated to it she was tweeting about it the other girl just disappeared she was like i don't want this smoke mm-hmm. all right so ratchet this time Yeah, somebody said she at least 250 an hour i believe that mm-hmm. you ain't gonna waste her time she was like my cakes is worth some money mm-hmm. <laughs> um all right let's get to uh sword ratchetness all right uh sword swinging attacker slashed a man who had relieved himself on an apartment building wall in lower manhattan oh no the 20 year old victim was hanging out with four other friends when he began to urinate on a wall in elizabeth street near grand street around 2 45 a.m a man poked his head out of a window in the building and yelled at him to stop 2 45 a.m what were you doing like i'm not trying to say <laughs> it's okay that they peed on your building but i am a little concerned what are you the fucking <laughs> the fucking pee pee police like where the fuck did you come from were you just like sleep in the house like my dad you just woke up like hold up i hear somebody peeing across the street on the building <sighs> yes you're dead in them ears stuck his head out the window what you doing uh not long afterward the man exited the building with a friend now who the fuck do you know you can wake up at three in the morning and be like people peeing on our building get a weapon it's time <laughs> let's go you know if our neighbor knocked be like on the- i've been waiting for this if our neighbor knocked on the door at three in the morning i would turn that ring cam on and be like go to sleep <laughs> But they peeing on the building, motherfucker, if you don't go to sleep. And get away from my goddamn door. Get away from my door, man. So they, the, he left with a friend, one wielding a sword, the other brass knuckles. <laughs> and one with a lead pipe. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Right. Jackie, this moment. Jackie has a heater. We gotta go beat up some greasers. Uh, <laughs> the, 
the pair beat and hacked at the victim causing swelling to his face slashing a rib and chopping his left forearm so deeply the blade touched the bone and damaged the tendons the victim also cut the fingers on his right hand when he grabbed the blade man he paid for that piss right police arrested one of the two alleged attackers but recovered no weapons uh maximilian ong was arraigned sunday on felony assault and weapon possession charges and released on twenty thousand dollars cash bail ong's lawyer daniel gotland described the victim and his friends as a group of drunken bullies who yelled racial slurs at ong and attacked him oh so they got a different version so he's like listen they was racist towards me and my friend being all for being asian or whatever so i pulled out a sword that's not a stereotype that's just what we did don't be trying to judge us and uh we we had to defend ourselves uh godland asserted that ong didn't cause the victim's injury oh so you gonna blame his friend it was my friend he the one beat you up Mm -hmm. all them injuries all i did was wake him up at 2 45 a.m and say come on ong's mother owns the building and he manages it oh there's the secret that's why he was mad he felt like y'all were literally pissing on his building mm, okay. they decided that chinatown looks like a urinal so he's got to pee on the building he was calling he was called a chink and they used other racial slurs they jumped my client when he kept insisting that he can't do this they were drunken kids that were using racial epithets against chinese which is all too common during this pandemic Gotland added well i'm gonna tell you what if that's a good lawyer because he this motherfucker got me on the side of the sword right ratcheting his people <laughs> I'm like, they was racist? Man, fuck them. Get them swords and fuck them up. I got your racism. Oh, you want to see a stereotype? Take this shit. Gotland said another person showed up to help Ong, but he wouldn't elaborate on who. Oh, just the secret. The, the secret, secret unnamed. It's like, the, it's the same people. After they killed him, he said, uh, oh, I also did this to OJ family. Mm. And then he ran off. <laughs> Some unnamed statement. I think we know who it was. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, it's not over. <laughs> Stop pissing on the building. Uh, an elderly woman and a man who answered the door at Ong's building declined to comment. Yeah, I would too. They live there and they won't pay rent. And this motherfucker got sword. I mean, open shut case. As far as I'm concerned, I didn't see nothing. nothing. As far as I'm concerned, call me Megan the Stallion because I ain't snitching. Mm-mm. All right, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow for our Lovecraft Country recap. I hope you guys enjoyed. Me too whatever this was i hope you guys enjoyed it uh until then i love you i love you too